Hello and welcome to another episode of The Spidey Dude Experience. This is episode 25. And in this episode, uh, you'll note that uh, there's going to be some audio issues because uh, I was using some different equipment uh, early on. But we hope you and trust you enjoy this episode because this is a new episode for The Spidey Dude Experience. Um, I've already uploaded episodes 26 and 27, but this special 25th episode deserved its own intro here. So before we get started, I want to kind of talk a little bit about our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Network. Thank you for those that are uh, part of it. Vinkman, Scott, Jurgen, uh, Greg, thank you all for your help and participation at the patreon.com slash Network. The new show, Voices from the Erie, a Gargoyles podcast, is available right now on patreon.com the first episode by the time you're listening to this is already out uh i might be saying it's not out on future episodes but uh, on this episode i can tell you it is out and available for all the general public it's available on itunes apple podcasts uh, spotify podcast amazon music podcast iheart radio app as well all your favorite podcasting catchers just like our other shows, like ASM Classic Season 2 coming soon. Spectacular Radio, Clone Saga Chronicles, Make Mine Mayday. All of them are up on spidey-dude.com, but they're also up on your favorite podcasting apps right now. So once again, we want to thank our Patreon subscribers for their support. They get some exclusive goodies, like getting some of these shows first. So I want to thank them again for their support, and we will have more goodies coming on later on this year. Thanks again for everybody that supported the show. Hope Leave us a review on your favorite podcasting catcher, or be sure to watch us live on YouTube at youtube.com slash Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Spidey Dude Experience. You're not hearing the bumper music this time because I'm having to use a little bit different equipment for this particular episode. But hello, welcome back. We are back. This is our first episode of the uh, second half of the year. Our first episode of July 2021. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood webmaster and host of webmaster of spidey-dude.com and host here of the Spidey Dude Experience. This episode, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, it is the wrong title card. This is episode 25. we got a lot of stuff we're covering. So we're covering uh, 870, 871, Chameleon Conspiracy number one, and Sinister War number one. Uh, I am your great, your host, Zach Joyner. Hello, I'm broadcasting for the first time live uh, on our network uh, in the uh, wonderful... Just outside of Lincoln, Nebraska, in my little <laughs> cubicle that I am living in <laughs> while I'm working and making great money. So, uh, of course, we have our friend Glasses Lad. Uh, maybe if I can click the button. All right, we're just going to yeah. go. <laughs> well, yeah, here we go. It's just everyone. Um, hello, it's me. You forgot I had glasses, right? Well, Didn't guess you? what? I have them again. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> So we got Glasses Lad, we got Mosquito Man. Hello, Mosquito Man. Hello. Yeah, I got bit. <laughs> oh, trust me. Uh, hey, uh, the guy that I'm sharing this this half of a basement with got <laughs> stung by a yellow jacket for the second time in like oh my God. three weeks. <laughs> and nice. I, knew, I knew there was a reason. Nice. 
I knew there was he's a reason pretty to go to Nebraska. <laughs> right. Well, if you go to Nebraska, don't ever like mess with the uh, clothes hanger lines, like the metal clothes hanger lines. Also, there is no rhyme and reason to any of these houses here. I don't understand any of it. Half these houses have no fences. Some of them have chain link fences. Some of them have picket fences. And there's no alleyway. So trying to access and you're trying to hang up fiber is an unmitigated nightmare and disaster. Uh, zero out of ten would not recommend. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Might as well just but, tear the whole town down and start over from scratch. Oh my yep. god! Somebody yep. had to do some poor city planning. Uh, and it's see, I'm used to like super dry West Texas, and I am up here in the in with the humidity and absolutely killing me. I almost had a heat stroke on Friday, uh, last past Friday. It was bad. Um, I got heat uh, sensitive. I'm heat sensitive, so so I have to watch my hydration and. I got super exhausted, so don't do that uh, in the summer when you're working outside. Also, you'll notice my super tan arms. Um, but I mean, also, I, if you look at my hands, because I have gloves on all the time, I have like this really awful <laughs> farmer's tan on my hands. But uh, Zach, Zach, not least, Zach's, tra- Zach's transition into NASCAR fan is finally reaching its inevitable conclusion. Yeah, you can also tell how dark I've gotten just on my face. Hell uh, yeah, brother. Yeah, that's what happens when you're outside all the time. Uh, speaking of hot and and uh, somebody that's not used to the heat, we got P Thug. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'm very used to the heat because we were at 109 degrees a couple weeks ago. So I, yeah, I know about man. that. I was, but you I, know was looking at, I was looking at Zach like you're nuts, man. Where do you think Paul is? So no, so the best part. I'm staying cool with this awesome canonized black symbiote uh, comic books I've been reading. You know, nope, I nope, you guys know. The word canonized is very loosely used. What was the phrase that the crawl space used? The meat. Oh, yeah, that's right. Crawl space is raw. Hello to Vinkman. We need a roulette wheel. Uh, yes. So we got 10 people watching, which is really nice. Hello oh, yeah. to the 10 people 10 watching. People. So uh, by the way, full, full disclosure, I have not read Sinister War yet. So when we, but we don't say anything and then I'll have to bow out when you guys talk about it. Cause I'm not. Uh, that oh, oil. also not really news, but I am now on my third long box. Yay. So, am I, am I a collector yet? <laughs> so I mean, okay. Yeah, Sinister War came out today. We will be covering it later on the episode. But first things first, I want to cover some news first. Um, and Glasses Lad, will you pull up the announcement of somebody's departure first? Uh, and I'll... We'll, the, can, you uh, can you send me a link? Oh, I don't have it on me. Hang on. Oh, somebody's departure, like not from our. Oh, from, okay. oh, not yeah, yeah, from yeah. not from life, or I know. I was life. like, uh, someone, I was like, oh, someone, oh, did someone die, or okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, hang on, I'm uh, okay, hang on. I have uh, so this is, my this friend is, bought me I, the first issue of that, I think. <laughs> so okay. this is from this this is from June. It's from Actually, the comics. The other one. Anyway, um, hang on, it's it's loading. It's taking a second. Or hang on, let me. Here we go. So this is from Comics B. Do you want me to put it? Do you want me to put a link in the chat, and then you can put it up, or do you want me to put it up on my screen? Put is that can you muted yourself? Put it up on yours, Neil. I think. Zach, you muted yourself. Oh, okay. Here, I'm gonna post it anyway, so you guys can read it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, bye, Zach. This is my show now. Um, okay. We're, dead. We're doomed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. So here's the Zach. You need to put it up. I. Let's just talk about it. We already know. It's already old news. Okay, anyway. Nick Spencer's yeah. Nick Spencer's leaving Marvel. Um, so basically, Substack has been making um a lot of gains in multiple industries lately, probably because they're funded by like billionaires, and yeah. um they're trying to get into comics. Uh, and so one of the people that they are looking to recruit to the new initiative is Nick Spencer. Well, they have they're not recruiting him. They've actually hired him already. But his idea is that he's basically going to be a recruiter for Substack. Um. And he's going to be working on bringing talent into Substack to write comics under, I guess, a new publishing label for Substack. Um, and it's kind of. And do you want to transition straight into who's taking Spencer's place, Zach? Or yeah, let's. Yeah, sorry, I had to jump out and jump back in. And for those of you who remember uh, the brand new day, Brain Trust, and the Webheads, uh, <laughs> oh, we're basically we're basically following the, we're basically following the same experiment all over again, but with but bigger and better. Um, Matt Auger says, "Are you guys getting stoked for Brand New Day Part 2? All right, so. I kind of talked about this, by the way, if you have not checked out Into the Spider Cast, I was on the most recent episode, episode 35. I covered um, Lost Years, but we did t- briefly kind of talk about this stuff. So this was that was kind of my preview for tonight. Um, yes. So Spencer's departing. We're super sad. Obviously, all this news decides to hit right when we take a break. <laughs> I honestly think this news would have been saved for San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, that's right. I was going to check that, but there's no yeah. panel. I don't think this year. Yeah, I think I think they're saving. I think they're doing like a DC fandom kind of thing, or is it just Marvel Studios? Um, that's really well, just Marvel even, Studios at D23. Yeah, I think this would have been an in-person panel had that we had a normal year with COVID. Um, so anyway. Uh, ben Riley obviously is the star of the show, going to be the star of um, the series, like you were saying. Um, Beyond, the corporation is going to be financing and helping him out. We don't know the details specifically yet. So I will tell you this. The, uh, the excitement level was high until I saw who was writing it, and then it diminished a little bit. Um, so, so going, so going through, we have five writers and yeah, five. multiple Dang. artists. So we have, uh, Zeb Wells who previously worked in the brain trust or was the web. It was the web. It was a brain trust. He, not was, the web heads, he, right? he was, he, he was, was the a, initial writer. He was an initial writer. Yeah. yeah so he, he was, he, one of, he was in the brain trust. The brain trust was first. Yeah. And so joining him now are four others, uh, Kelly Thompson, who was known for her work on captain Marvel. Uh, and she also did, um, the Hawkeye run and West coast Avengers. Um, Saladin Ahmed, who is writing, who is currently writing miles Morales uh, and was recently the writer of the magnificent Miss Marvel by, um, and was also the writer of black bolt alongside Christian ward. Uh, also Pat Gleason, who mm-hmm. has written yeah. before he wrote one of the red goblin, red death uh, one shots or one of the stories in the red goblin, red death one shot. And oh, did he? Uh, yeah. Huh. And okay. He, and he co-wrote um the I think all of Superman Rebirth. And I believe he also was 
a writer for Batman and Robin during the New 52. Yeah, he, he wrote the Superman title while um, uh, while, Jurgens was, while Jurgens was writing the uh, action comics. Was it wasn't uh, uh, it was he, co- he, he co-wrote with Tomasi. Right? Yeah. That's right. Tomasi. Yeah, Tomasi. I kept thinking I forgot his name. And um, I'm trying to remember the last name it was Cody. It was Cody something. Hang on. Oh, uh, Cody Ziegler. Cody Ziegler. And yeah. I don't know what I don't know. He's he's the wild card for me because I don't think I've ever seen mm-hmm. anything he's done. So okay, he did he's the back, like Okay, so he did the backup for Miles Morales twenty five. The oh the uh, bumble the bumbler one. Yes, right. the bumbler one. This is some so good that, ass cake. Yeah, he's also a writer from Rick Rick and Morty, and he is I don't know if he's a writer or a sh- or, or, or a showrunner for She Hulk. So that's um, the Rick and the Rick and Morty part is what scares me the most. Uh, <laughs> are we gonna get? Yeah. A, are we gonna get pickle men? God, I don't know. Pickle men and the bumble. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna be the one between now and August that I'm gonna have to do the biggest deep dive because yeah. I really don't know. But yeah, I didn't. I mean, his that backup story in in, in Miles Twenty Five was like yeah at best. So like I can't be. Like, it was. It was. It? it was a diversion. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. Can I? So can I say something about the? Can I? Can I chime yeah, in, please? Is that yeah, yes. I apologize. All right, so let's let's go so, around and let Paul start start us off. What do you guys think? So I I, I apologize, Neil. I wasn't on your guys' kind of cross reference show a couple weeks ago, and uh, but that it, all it being was said, a, it was it was a nightmare. I archived it. It's never coming around. It's never seen the light of day again. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's Aww. fair. Well, it's on. It's on Zach's YouTube channel. It's on this channel. So <laughs> there you go. I, I might so, take it down though. <laughs> but the one thing that I, I have to say that was really surprising was I, well, I heard about Nick Spencer going to Substack, and I, and I was like, okay, that, what does that mean? And then all of a sudden he's ending in like a couple months, not, not a year, a couple months. And it was very alarming and it made a lot of sense for, the fact that how many books we've gotten, how many giant size comic books we've gotten in the last year, and how Sinister War is its own thing, and it feels like they're definitely ramping up. It, I don't remember if we even said on the show before, but I think one of us even said like, "Man, he wasn't in his new costume very long," and it seems like that was probably like, "Okay, new costume done next." Oh, it's oh like, I, th- right. I think I think it was an in was it was a gimmick on purpose just for like Spencer to talk I about. I don't like, know. How- Listen, I, 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 my, my theory, and I hate this angle, but this is the best way, um, for me to be able to. I mean, no, no judgment, my guy. Uh, but I'll judge. I, listen. I, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I think the, uh, I think the new guy, I think he knew probably around the time of Last Remains that I agree. he might be leaving, and then it became, oh, I've got to condense. A year's worth of stories. In... I think it's before then. You think I, so? I, yeah, because well, because here's what I because here's a problem. There was delays. I think between the pandemic and the delays and everything. I think he probably. I bet you know comics because comics shot up. I mean during the pandemic. I mean let's be real. Comic book sales have, have definitely. I mean you people like criticize or you can analyze different things and if they've, they've they've either steadied or at the very 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 least. Or they have gone way up. Graphic novels, whatever. And comics are definitely a medium on the rise in some ways. I think Nick Spencer and you know whatever probably got 
got during the pandemic, they probably came to him and they probably said, Hey, here's an opportunity. You can do your own stuff. And he probably said, you know what? Like this, I'm not getting any younger. I can do, I can always come back and probably do Spider-Man. And he's will he, probably, will, will he finish the book though? Because if, I mean, if, 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 if you followed his creator-owned career, he's never finished a single creator-owned he's done that I've read. He didn't finish The Fix, and he didn't finish Morning Glories. But it, is that on him, Nick, or is that Nick, on other people? Nick, Spen- Nick Spencer. Well, I know, but is that on him? No, or Zach, 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 Zach was asking who. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But mm. as, far, I, it was, there, as far as I can tell, it was on him, because he got so busy writing like Captain America, and because it ended, because he stopped releasing uh the fix issues around the time captain america came out and he was right. he was writing two books and then amazing spider-man comes around and he's writing twice a month or he's writing he's releasing twice a month so i think right. i think i think he just wanted to focus on, on his big two stuff instead of image and but that's just, that's why he makes money i mean image makes yeah. him some money but i mean like he's making he's paying bills with with marvel he, and dc he, he's not getting he's not getting a lot from image like he's not like rick remender who's like a millionaire because of image well he's look his rick reminder selling his properties that's why he's a millionaire right. no yeah he's not but, he's well but w- with image he it wouldn't he wouldn't have any properties without image image is the is is the means of that so i i get what you're saying yeah and and i think also we have to factor in that like um, you know, there was a lot, there was a lot of, uh, economic problems this past year. And like in the article that I have that, uh, I had up mentioned, um, that like they got a $65 million boost, uh, this past oh, year. Oh, Substack did. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah so, and, and it even mentions that they have to, they have to spend some cash to justify their, their yeah. valuation, their tech, their taxes and stuff like that. And, and, yeah. I'm, and you know, there's a lot of celebrities coming into the comic scene, like Keanu Reeves is doing berserker, uh, Amelia Clark's well, doing a comic book. Yeah, and, and, you know, saying, yeah. And you know, uh, Moist Critical, the YouTuber, he's making a weird comic on crowdfunding. Um, and I mentioned this in a, in a Discord, but um, I, I think that they, that they are using Spencer, who is an established comics writer, to, um, I guess, be the middleman and transition a lot more, like, you know, mainstream or asymmetrical celebrities into creative roles so that they can justify their valuation and potentially inf- inflate it with you know hey look we got uh i don't i don't know um tupac came back from the dead he's writing a comic book now um <laughs> zach just got up a little bit <laughs> that was yeah. the most random thing i so like if tupac comes back from the dead and sells a comic book it's gonna subsect me all over that no yeah uh, that's, that's exactly my point bro like if um give me give me a i know what you're saying though well listen i i think you're not wrong and i i, I don't doubt that it's obvious nick spencer is doing this for his to, to do his own thing and i don't blame him it's a bummer because i have just been in love with his run and yeah. i i i just i'm super it's crazy because i think that with all of this being wrapped up as soon as it is it's interesting that they need five writers basically to base to stop where you know to start where he stops and then retool everything that should show you how much planning and how much Nick Spencer was going and and doing with this title and that's what's so crazy to me is that they they, they need so many people to organize and get it all figured out well, and I don't, I, I don't think that's actually what is why they have five writers I think that they're doing I think they're doing a Hunger Games like as in whoever whoever they think sells the best or they think does the best title does the best in the does, title. Even that though, man, like I think that, but here's the thing though, you can't just have one person just take, pick up right where Nick Spencer goes like verbatim. Like, I, or, 
And I also think you know? there's a there's a put that push to 900. Someone on the I think it was Mike yeah. on it was Mike on the Crawl Space Discord pointed out that we're only 25 or we're only 25 issues away from number 900. So they probably just want to they probably need to get if they want to get three issues out of month. Yeah, it'll line up. It'll line up with Spider-Man's 60th anniversary. So and I think they need five writers. They, they just need this these many writers to yes to push their way to 900 and then they can sell a bunch of milestone issues. Uh, God, get, Peter, so... get, get Peter back in the suit. Yeah, I know it's cynical, but yeah, it's it, so it's cynical. <laughs> but here's the thing though. I mean, it, the fact that Nick Spencer had been a well oiled machine with him, obviously, you know, having help here or there, you know, but he has been handling the main duties of the writing for how many years now? And so with all that, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I just don't, I, it's obvious they need a bunch of writers to get it all organized because it, it's an abrupt leave. And, there's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm all, I mean, the, some of the writers I really, really like, I think Kelly Thompson, I'm really intrigued how she'll write Spider-Man. I really I mean, yeah, enjoyed her Captain Marvel the series. Most, uh, she's probably the one I'm most excited about. Yeah, she's no, one, for sure. She's the one I'm kind of, I'm not concerned about, but I'm kind of raising an eyebrow because I like her Captain Marvel. I didn't like her, her West coast. Yeah. I, did, I didn't like her West coast Avengers. Um, and, oh God, and, her, and when, terrible. And when it, it, the saving grace was Caselli, I'm glad he's moved on to better things. Um, and then, um, sh- sorry, I'm thinking of the other Thompson. She did, she did something similar on uncanny X-Men when they were relaunching before Hickman took over and it wasn't good. And that's what kind of worries me is that she's being she also did Aquaman. And, yeah. Well, that's Kelly Sudeconic. No, she, I think Thompson did Aquaman at the end too, after Kelly Sudeconic, oh. I'm pretty sure. I'm Did pretty she? sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll take your I word for it. I, I don't. I don't remember, but I'll take your word for it. Um, but I, that's kind of raising my because she's being put another in. I like her work as an individual, but I'm worried about her work as another brain trust member because she's. We've done this experiment with her before, and it didn't really work out that last time. And we can say the same for Zeb Wells because he was pre- really hit and miss during Brand New Day. He was hit and miss. I agree. But he's but but because of his work since on like Ant-Man and uh Hellions, I have a bit more faith in him if that makes sense. I think that he's either, either he or Gleason is going to be the one who gets the title going forward. Gleason, I'm I'm intrigued what he can do. I have not read anything that he's actually written himself, but his writing his art is so good. I can only imagine if he was in charge of everything, if someone helped with maybe plotting or stru- whatever he needs help. And I don't know what he, he needs help in anything, but whatever it is, I think he's such a strong enough storyteller that regardless, it'll be a, a very visual, like, you know, feast, yeah. Yeah. especially if he's in charge. So I'm very intrigued where he will. I'm, I'm very intrigued where he could go. Zeb Wells. I really liked his first arc in brand new day. I thought that was one of the stronger ones, to be honest. It was different. It was unique. I mean, obviously shed is terrible. But I mean, um, <laughs> hang on. Do we want to, oh, we want to, yeah. start, we want to go into the parking lot and have a fight over Shed? Just getting this out of the way. I don't. I don't have any particular things about Shed. But I know people who will fight you on the side of the street over Shed. So do you want to go out to the parking lot? Let's get this it, over it's with. It's the art. It's it's but it's um. It's Bachalo. Yeah. name is. Yeah. It, it, people love Bachalo, dude. Which is great. I I like Bachalo too. In certain cases, certain stuff he's good. I you know. But that Shed was the art was not great, and the the right is this was not a good. This is not a good story. It's not, not a good lizard. It's not a good lizard story. I think if it was like any other character, it was a character that wasn't the lizard, and wasn't Billy. Like if it, it if it was like the iguana or something, or like what you do is you. Yeah. It has to be Stegron. It seems to me like no, 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 no Stegron. No, Stegron's no. too smart. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Stegron. Georgie. Um, uh, I think that like the, I think with something like Shed, you have to kind of like that's got to be like the final lizard story, you know? 
Like yeah, yeah. and yeah, I think it was intended to be the final lizard story, and then like ASM happened. With all the we can't, and then, we and can't then they retire. brought, and then they, and then they brought him back at Horizon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it, but I I will say, even though obviously the Ben Riley stuff is is interesting, it is a little frightening that they're kind of it almost feels like they're just retreading a little bit. Yeah, it does. The one, <laughs> the one. I mean, but I mean, the one thing I will say that I'm already like, hmm. Is the fact that that the the cover for the second trade happened? Right. Yeah. And yeah, you have didn't, the it get on Am- didn't it get leaked on Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. And Spider Man and, and, and Ben, well, both Spider Man are together, and the UFOs are behind them. And I, I'm a UFO fan. I love them. Well, so, to be to be fair, Hulk's still Rhino for a couple of years, so Peter gets the favor. Yeah. yeah UFOs Listen, are I, great. Wait, okay. Okay. Let me let me let me make this clear. If it's Ben and Peter. That's cool. And they're being Spider-Man together, and you even throw Kane in there. I am fine with a Spider-Man. Sorry, bro. sorry, Miles. <laughs> no, he's no hey. Ahmed already confirmed he's showing up. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. I, I, I kind of figured that there's going to be crossover yeah, sure. between I'm one, when Ahmed does it. Listen, well, I'm, Ahmed I'm, has is a competent writer. His stuff has never overly intrigued me. I fa- I have honestly found his Miles run mostly boring. <laughs> his black his bla- his black bolt was awesome. I'm wondering if if you give him like the high concept stuff like uh the Beyond Corporation if that's where he's going to shine. I'm hoping, you know, so like he's one that I wasn't Kelly Sud- uh, you know uh, uh Kelly Sudikonic. Uh Kelly Thompson I I'm I'm excited to see. Keep her away from uh, Spider-Man. Uh you know Zed Wells has been very hot and cold. It's kind of funny because we are about to get to tomorrow we're going to be covering this is like one of the few things I was able to bring with me on my trip uh, for work. I brought my season of the serpent trade nice, and uh, we're going to be covering that tomorrow on make mine mayday. And then I went back and looked at what was being published at the time. And actually the same month that uh, this was being published, uh, these issues were being published uh, was around the same time that Paul Jenkins run ended on Peter Parker, Spider-Man and Zeb Wells run started and he actually did the run for about five or six months mm-hmm. and then um i think the very last thing on peter parker spider-man was uh, sam keith both drawing and writing oh. and it, it was bad mm-hmm. sam and, then, uh, and then wells went and did a uh, web right he did the web of yeah. relaunch uh he did uh but that was way later um because Peter Parker, Spider-Man was canceled and replaced with a new number one. It was spectacular with Paul Jenkins and Humberto Ramos on the artwork. And that's yeah, yeah, when, I remember uh, that. That was when they were making, this was back in 03, this was when they were making Paul Jenkins write six-issue arcs when that was never his strong suit. Right for the trade, old man. <laughs> Go. So, uh, yeah, we're in that literally writing for the, like everything across the board, including Spider-Girl, was writing for the trade. So we'll hook Ben Riley up with Natasha for a clone marriage. Uh, I was reading Season of the Serpent before the stream started. I'm oh, nice. Thompson's Black Widow is really good. That's kind of giving me like a bit yes, of yes, time. agreed, agreed. It's it was yeah, right on, Neil. Good, good call. Sorry, I forgot about Black Widow. I guess that no, speaks to, I guess that speaks to advertise the the lack of advertising around it or marketing. Oh, yeah. For the record, I just got done with like a eleven hour work day. We literally just, they just finished dinner. So they're like, here, here's dinner. So I'm You're good, man. Don't worry. Don't worry. You, 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 you gave us our, you gave us our meat. Let us play with. No, that's I, not, not going to finish that one. <laughs> Listen, this, I'll, I'll tell you this homemade, these homemade rack of ribs that, that my, my roommate made 
are infinitely better than the absolute worst brisket that I've ever had in my entire life was in Nebraska. As a Texan, I have never been more offended by bad brisket. And, H-E-B, uh, H-E-B makes good brisket, actually. There's, uh, there's H-E-B, a... yeah, they do a good job. But uh, um, no, they they did a Zach, I mean, and, I, Zach and I are the Zach and I are Texans. We have the right to do like a brisket segment you, on this show you can now. Do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. I I, I don't Yeehaw. care. So back, I, I just, back I, to, yeah, go ahead. I I, I just want to say that I think that I, I've never lo- I never read much of Ahmed. Like he, I read his Miles. Like you, I haven't loved it. I didn't hate it. It never it hasn't grabbed me by any means. But I have heard good things about Black Bolt Neil. So I need to check that out maybe before he writes um, Amazing. I am a little. He kind of he makes me a little nervous just because it hasn't been consistent for me. At least what I've read, this has not been bad. It's not been great, but I definitely feel Thompson, Gleason, and Wells. I'm kind of you know, and the, and the writer you guys have talked about. I don't really watch Rick or Morty. It's not really my thing. I mean, maybe I'm too old. I don't know, Same. but it's it's it, it'd be fine. I mean, I, I I'm intrigued what he can do and. But yeah, I would. I, I mean, I I definitely think Thompson and Gleason. I'm I'm very the most probably the most intrigued about. I think that that could be a cool combo of writers, not just our artists and writer together. Well, Gleason's actually doing writers. the Gleason's doing the first two issues with Zeb Wells, so or he's doing the art, and I'm looking for. But I'm looking, but, yeah, but he's doing the writing eventually, though. He's an yeah, actual yeah, writer. but but like they're doing yeah, but they're doing like two issue like little mini right, arcs, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Gleason's doing the first two issues, and then Thompson gets Sarah Pacelli. Which I'm looking forward to. I haven't. That's gonna be great. Oh I man, I I was kind of concerned about the like the art team because Gleason can't because Gleason can't do a full no. arc to save his life. So two issue burst seems like a good thing for him. Um, mm. But I'm looking forward to Pacelli coming back. I'm looking forward to Gleason Pichelli coming so back. Good. Listen, Pacelli um, Pacelli needs a redemption tour after having <laughs> to be saddled with that five issue abortion of a miniseries Jesus. called Simply Spider Man. By Abrams, man. Bloodlines. Uh, the trade is called the, Bloodlines. Look it up. <laughs> no, don't blood, look it up. That's not blood, my recommendation. Hang on, Bloodlines more like blood clot. Am I right? Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> I, I'm I gonna read blood, it one day. More, more, I made. More like I made bleeding out of my eyes. Hang on, I made an edit of the trade. I need to see if I can find it. But basically, I edited. I saw it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw it. Somehow, somehow, the worst thing about 2020. <laughs> it was the worst thing of 2019 and 2020 through the transit of property it yeah to, it managed to literally be because of the amount of delays that it occurred it literally managed to be occurred. not only the worst of one year but the worst thing in a two-year period it's for one of those, both it years wasn't even supposed to last that long that's the huge no, it was supposed to be done by december of 2019 and yeah that didn't happen so um all right I'm going to ask Paul a question because I know how sensitive you are about spoilers. But have you seen the promotional Funko Hubble. action figures for Far From Home? You've not? No, sir. No. Okay. Well, we were going to do that as a news topic, but if I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. Just save it when I go because I haven't seen, okay. I haven't read Sinister War either. So when we cover Sinister Boom. War, we'll cover the we'll cover the new Marvel Legends Funkos at the I, end. Of bro, the I'm I'm busy. I'm busy, homie. I'm busy. It sucks. I understand. I, I you're working from home, but you're busier than you've ever been. <laughs> Dude, it's it's crazy. I know it's crazy. It's it's nuts, and it, it sucks because my new schedule. It's gonna be hard for me to make the show in the future. By the way, so it's gonna we're gonna have to figure something out. Maybe do some finagling somehow, but yeah, it's gonna be tough. Well, and and I, 
I was going to get to that at the end of the episode, too. Like, the, the schedule times, as much as I want to try to be as consistent as possible, I am on a very, we're on a very hard deadline of Friday for work. And so there's going to be some late days. We're trying, you know, my, my boss slash my cousin is trying really hard to be accommodating for me, but I don't know, you know, when we're getting pressed up for a deadline, we may have to skip some weeks. And, um, we'll so, figure it out. But, I've got a, I've got an outline for possible scheduling the next few shows. I'll I'll Love work it. it. I'll work it out and I'll send it to you guys and we can workshop it and see what we think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely want to make sure that we keep the core four. I, I love this. I love everyone, even Neil. I mean, it's it's great, hey. you know. So, so I mean, but like, I love Neil most of all. Neil, I have um, you on my show. Of course, I love you, man. Come on. Listen, I got it. Okay, I, when I, when things kind of get slowed down a little bit and we kind of get a little more consistent in terms of being home, you know, on time. Yes, yes. Um, you got to let me know, and I'll I'll try to jump on a few nights. The problem is, is my my roommate likes to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. So I wake up like at five fifteen. Yo, I wish I was him. I could get to I could get to work without not wanting to die. Yeah. So, uh, it's actually been kind of nice. I've been working on notes and stuff. Like I'll be finishing up my notes for tomorrow's show. But uh, hopefully, we don't have a rain out like we did this morning. But um, nevertheless, yeah. I so we're, we'll do that news topic. So let's get into con- chameleon conspiracy. Uh, we're going to cover the the final two chapters. I thought I forgot we covered. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, we did uh, 68. 68. Yeah, eight sixty nine. We did that a few weeks ago. Okay, so we did eight sixty nine. So I'll I'll correct this in in, in post. I'll correct the uh, uh, stuff because uh, I, I mislabeled it. it. Just let it go. Just let it go. So uh, also the audio versions will be probably delayed at least another week or two. Uh, of this episode so for your audio listeners sorry i didn't even do my disclaimer on the audio stuff because i'm not used i'm not using my normal setup (laughs) um yeah so okay let's get into a chameleon conspiracy neil's gonna run it down for us uh if you want to breeze through this on these days yeah i kind of i kind of want to breeze through chameleon conspiracy i'll spend a bit more time on the sinister war stuff um Mm -hmm. yeah that's fine. Because that's that's the stuff that I'm actually interested in. Okay. I can't believe you have not read it yet. I'm dude, Paul, I'm busy. Dude, Paul, so read it. A- dude, Paul, read it ASAP. You're gonna love it. Trust me. I know. That's what sucks. I do. I. It, it, you guys have no idea. I have a puppy, gotta, two dogs, yeah. and a one year old. It's insane in the Herman could, house. Okay. How could, how could you do that to yourself? <laughs> I love chaos, Adam. I love chaos. Then don't complain when we do sinister horror review. <laughs> I know, I'm not complaining. I have to read it, though. That's all I'm saying. That's, all like, I'm that's saying. like, Paul, read it right now. <laughs> I don't want, I want to enjoy it. I will mail it to you. I'll send it for like two minute delivery. Um, so, any, so, anyways, Chameleon Conspiracy, uh, part three, uh, written by Nick Spencer and Ed Brizen. Uh, art by, they added another artist, uh, Zay Carlos, Carlos Gomez, and Marcelo Ferreira. Uh, Car- Gomez and Carlos do their own inks, and Wayne Foucher does. Marcelo Ferreras, and then Andrew Crossley and Maury Hollowell uh, do the colors for uh, for the book. So basically, Peter is fighting Foreigner Chance and the Jack O' Lanterns and Slide, uh, everyone's favorite villain at uh, love ESC. Slide. That's I such love a cut. I love, love God. God. It's like um, 
I know you're not reading the X Men books right now, but like they just brought they brought back the original Strike crew from like the or like the eighties Excalibur. Wait, the Strike? Wait, the Strife or which one you said? Strike the British the British mutant team. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember them. Okay, but like the, they're like a deep, deep cut, like eight, like That's eight, deep, eight yeah. like old. I think more eighties Excalibur. Damn. Well, he never he did Captain Britain. He never did. Um, but but anyways, uh, that, that's the deep cut we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. okay, so, okay so basically, so basically, Peter uh, gets tossed around by the jack o' lanterns, but manages to kind of hold his ground. Uh, Chance manages to get a cheap shot at him, uh, exposing his hairy chest to the wind. As a uh, is it Jamie? Yeah, it's Jamie. Uh, he that's how much I don't like. That's how much I don't care about this character. Um, he's basically he is not the best to, character. He's basically trying to get him away, and Foreigner and Chance are basically shooting him in the back when he's trying to when he's trying to save him. And then Jamie, uh, even though he's given a chance to run, he uses the catalyst to electrocute Spidey, and Foreigner and Chance leave him for dead. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Teresa goes through with the finisher at, back in the Sincarian prison to learn about. Uh, you know, learning about how the finisher survived. Um, and then again, uh, the lizard lead, the lizard helps Peter get up and he comes to Ned and Betty's apartment to recruit Ned to basically help them finish up this storyline as fast as possible. Um, You're not wrong. (laughs) So then Teresa, so then Teresa's back. You only get one page. We're jumping between plot lines really fast here. Uh, Teresa's being shown uh, the finisher's bat cave. And then it cuts back to the palace again, where the catalyst (laughs) is being, where the catalyst is being hooked up to the uh, clairvoyance. And they're showing like a bunch of timelines. And then all of a sudden, um, the jack-o'-lanterns turn on chance and and foreigner. And, um, all the all the villains, uh, or most of the villains, start going nuts and not really nuts. They they double cross foreigner and chance too, and um, then it cuts back to the Simkarian prison where um, it reveal it's revealed that there is not only one chameleon but an entire group of chameleons, and the finisher is their leader, and that cuts off the, this issue. Um. Mm-hmm. For, oh, and there's a there's an end credit scene. Um, right. It's it's drawn by Bagley, and I think it's John Dell who does the inks, which makes you know wakes your skin grow. I know <laughs> it looks fine, um, but it it, looks it's fine. it's not it's not enough to it's not enough to get any upset about. It's like two pages, and Electro's back, baby. That's it. <laughs> yeah, with the with the phrase "sinister war is imminent." Uh, that's. That's 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 uh, ominous. Um, I don't remember what I gave this issue. I don't think I reviewed this one on. No, I reviewed this on the crossbase. I gave it a B minus, I think, or a solid B. I think that grade stands. The Ferrera, the Teresa and Finisher bits, they're not the most fun to go back through. Uh, I think that's. I think that still stands here. Um, Ferrera is his art is horrible, and um, it's not helped by Hollowell. His his colors are like weird, like half gradients, <laughs> and it's really obnoxious to read to see them against the god all. Not even the line work isn't even that bad. It's the colorist. Mm-hmm. That, that that's really all I've got. Yeah, the color. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. The the other colorist, I think it's Foucher, who did the colors for mm-hmm. everybody else. 
no, it's Andrew Crossley. Crossley's colors were a lot better. The Zay Carlos and Carlos Gomez scenes were really, really good. Yeah. Um, if a bit frantic and they, f- it feels like they're kind of, they kind of brushed through this issue trying to get to the finale and put everything of, of importance in the $6 one shot that people had to buy to understand it. Yep. So, that's kind of all my thoughts on it. Uh, so I gave it a B, B minus. What did you guys give it? And this is the giant size. This is like the end of the series, right? Or the no, end of the storyline. No, this, 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 this is issue, this is issue 69. The, gi- the giant size one shot is next. Okay. Sorry. My fault. Um, yeah, no I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with Neil. I'd probably give it a B. I, I don't dislike I just, this. Is, remember back in the day, I was not back in the day, like a month ago, two months <laughs> yeah. ago. I, this, this series, this storyline was never my favorite. Never, never one I was anticipating. I will say this. I've enjoyed it way more than I was anticipating. Yeah. So I, it was way better. And the art was inconsistent. Yes. Jamie, like Neil said, is not, is probably one of Nick Spencer's lesser, I'd say more, forgettable. more negative things. Yeah. Forgettable. Not more high, not a Nick Spencer highlight, let's just say. Um, not bad, but it's, just, not, it's, it's not, it's not whatever. his most, it's not his most impressive outing as in terms, no, of, it's not. In terms of original characters. Yeah. And, but that being said, it has been enjoyable. I have not. I have not been like this is crap by yeah. any means. I've enjoyed it. It's been. It's. I will say the stuff we're getting on the finisher and chameleon. I've actually been pretty into, which we'll get to that in a second. So, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, I, I'll give it a B. Solid B. Adam, um, I think, I think I'll give it a B plus. Okay. Because I thought it was like you know it was a breezy read, but I liked. To me, it felt like the plot was moving forward and all the, the threads were starting to come together, and I liked that. Um, I think the art, for the most part, was pretty good. I like Zay Carlos in particular. Um, and you're actually the first I've ever heard to say that like they like Zay Carlos more than Carlos Gomez. Uh, so. No, I don't. Well, I like, I'd like. i say I like them both equally. I think, they're well, Carlos Gomez's style has, has changed in like two years. He's getting a little more. Um, he's still good, but he's getting a little like more simple, I think. Which is actually pro- it's probably better for deadlines. But uh, we'll talk think, about it. We'll talk about it a bit later. But I think it does. His colorist does impact. I've, I've I been joked about in the chat, but I do get a little upset when the color is bad. When the coloring is bad, I think the coloring is fine. But I think the coloring kind of like lessens his work a little bit because everyone kind of looks a little plastic and action figurey, maybe. Yeah, they got like this weird like gloss. It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder what the dead. I mean, this kind of feels like Gomez's deadline style. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, well, even I his think, even his commission style has changed. He like he posted. It's borderline. <laughs> it's borderline pornographic. He po- but he posted like he posted a, a comparison of a of two Psylocke commissions, one from recently and one from like a couple years ago. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, and people, he's like in his Instagram stories, he's like, vote for which one you like better. And everyone liked the older one better. I'm going to pull that up. Uh, Zach, that, uh, Insta- that Instagram. Post. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and start working on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, like finish up. I, I, I mean, it was good. I, I think it's like we said last time it's, it's a middle chapter kind of thing. It's, it's not filler, yeah. but it's like it. I, Cause like, yeah, I, I, like I said, filler. I think, 
I think the I it's, think the plot moved forward and the threads were coming together. So I don't know. Yeah, it was good. Agreed. I'm with I'm, you. Yeah, screens up. So this is, I believe, the That's new, the new one. one, and then this is the old one. Yeah, and I gotta Wait, say, I kinda... That's the yeah, old. That's, that's the, the old one. one. That's the this old one. Old new one. Old one. New one. That's I like the cool. new one. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of like the old one a bit more. It just feels like it has a lot more energy to it. And it might be. This, it looks, might be, this looks cleaner though. True. Yeah, it, it, might, it it might just be because I think it has a lot more emotion to it, and it's and it's not relying so much on the Copic markers to accentuate like the psychic energy. I like I like how it's just, uh, it's more simplistic. I, I, I I'm not a terribly big fan of the shading of the face in the new one, or the lack thereof. It just doesn't feel like there's enough depth. I, I guess I feel like I, it's a little too flat. I guess for me, it's I guess for me, it's that I just feel like the Copic markers aren't doing as much of the work as they are in the uh, older one, and I think that's why I like it. I'm more of a li- I'm a line art kind of guy, and I like it when the colors aren't. It depends. It is, yeah, it depends. It just depends. I, that's a good point because a lot of times colors do oversaturate the the art. You know, it yeah. sucks. Why black and white? That's why black and white art I've, I've appreciated over the last couple of years. Yeah. That's why it's great to go get. I had the Steve Ditko. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, essential, like his strange mm-hmm. tales, uh, essential and like black and white stuff. It looks just fantastic. You know, the colors do like my buddy from, uh, comic book historians was telling me like, you know, you want the colors, man, the colors, is what makes it even more insane. And he's right. And, but Sometimes, at the same time, the line yeah. art's great. Yeah. It, it depends, well, but, and, and, don't, and I don't dislike the, 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 the newer, the more, the newer flat coloring, digital coloring that they've done, went back and done on Marvel Unlimited. It does help at times. Uh, I do know that some of there's been some of know, it. Some of it's so, uh, yeah. some of it works. Some of it doesn't. Well, and I, was, um, and, I, and I was kind of talking about this. I think I've talked about it before, but like his work on the America Chavez mini series is great. Um, and we're gonna get, we'll get into this next issue. Uh, but like, look at this. This is this is the original line art for the Chameleon Conspiracy Giant Size issue mm-hmm. the, with the black and whites. And oh, then yeah. look at them with Looks the colors. That is horrible. Look- yeah, that's the line. You're right, Neil. The line art is way better, way, way, way better in black and white. I would have yeah, taken that. Looks fantastic. Yeah, look at that. that I think great. like if you look at like, uh, I'm gonna see if I can get a close up of that, it. That's that, way too CGI or CG. It looks. It 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 ruined it. I mean, looks, it almost. Looks, ruined yeah, it. absolutely. It looks, it looks like someone like. It looks like they're trying to sweat out. It's like they're trying to sweat, but their pores are all clogged up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like they got it, makeup it, it, on or something. It's, it's like they put yeah. like a uh, a filter, almost, like a like an like a, like a photo a, booth like filter a, from like a MacBook. Yeah, really, really bad. So, disclaimer we'll get, though, like we'll, these, we'll get, all these artists are better than me. We'll, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, well get, that's true too. We'll get more into it. We'll get more into it in the all next right, let issue. Me, uh, yeah. Let me get. Yeah, let me give my thoughts on this real quick. It's going to be a B plus, a B minus. Um. For me, this was an okay issue. Really inconsistent artwork. Again, like what's already been said here, I'm not a huge fan of this storyline. I think the finisher and the chameleon, the concept I think is coming together and we'll definitely talk about the concept here at the end. I wish it would have had a little more time to breathe on the chameleon parts. Mm-hmm. Um the chameleon aspect, not the, uh, not the clairvoyant stuff, but the chameleon aspect. I do like, um, that we regressed and obviously it, but it, to me, it really did feel like that these previous, this issue, 
that we're covering in the previous issue, the one we covered in the anniversary show, um, those could have been one issue. I just think that you could have condensed it down just a little bit more. Um, I agree. So, yeah, um, obviously Ned being Ned, that's, you know, that's a, that's, that's a pro slash con. I don't know how I feel about Ned, you know, Ned being alive. Dude, Spencer is doing such a phenomenal job of inner, like in my opinion, of bringing in so many different like aspects of Spider-Man's life back yep. and, and I, I actually have it make somewhat comic book sense and yep. not just be just a throw a thing at the, at the wall. And it, there is a story, there is a reason and there is a, right. there's a buildup, especially with the next issue, which we'll get here in a second that I think that I'm like, man, like Nick Spencer really does care about Spider-Man and the mythos and like is trying to get it all kind of all wrapped up in a, in a nice little bow. I'd have been okay with Ned being staying dead, but that's just me. Like I've, no, like I, I am always, too, I, but he's been, I, yeah, I mean, um, but I mean, he's pretty much been the only one that's not been resurrected at this point in the sporting yeah. cast. I'm still, so, I'm, like, I'm still, I'm still waiting for him. I'm still waiting for flash Thompson to just burst in the door and him and Ned to start like crawling on the side of the street. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I'm I, not I convinced pay for, for a, I would pay to see an issue written in musical style of West Side Story, and it's Ned and it's Flash, and they're just doing the snap fingers, and they're like, like walking in a freaking. Oh circle. no! I just want to. I just want to say right now that I still am not convinced that Ned is Ned, because. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Can, I, can I get? Can I get? We'll, we'll get into it yeah, next issue. Yeah. But I, but okay, I think- let's let's do the recap of of a chameleon conspiracy, and we'll we'll uh, go from there. Okay, so Amelia, I almost said Amelian Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> the Chameleon Conspiracy conclusion, uh, aka six ninety nine for the conclusion of a story, um, written by Nick Spencer and Ed Brizen, and they have four artists on this issue: Marcelo Ferreira, Carlos Gomez, Zay Carlos, and Ig Guara, who I think his last work was uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Marvel Team Up. Uh, Wayne Foucher, Carlos Gomez, Zay Carlos, and Iguar are inkers, and Andrew Crossley, Maury Hollowell, and Rochelle Rosenberg are colorists. Um, so the issue opens up with basically Peter recapping his him and Ned's kind of history together and Ned's connections to the Hobgoblin, and they arrive at the palace where Peter uh, almost runs into the palace um and they arrive to find the whole place in chaos. Uh, Ned runs off to go deal with um whatever and peter starts kind of trying to get the place in order um and one of the uh jack-o'-lanterns crashes and is revealed to be a chameleon and <laughs> this the jig is up all the jack-o'-lanterns are chameleons um except for one which is the jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. and peter peter grabs jamie and um foreign foreigner and chance are gunning for the chameleons instead because they feel betrayed and slides just off to the sides of the martini and, and foreigners like oh, uh, so get, good get jamie and i'm gonna double your fee um oh bye ball no i'm <laughs> oh, not done i just i that is for a second your camera died out um but uh back in the finisher's uh lair uh finish i guess it's chameleon or for finisher goes into chameleon's backstory that he was taken in by the by the finisher and was i guess trained in the art of disguise this is before this is before he got like that serum that allows him to transform into whoever he wants to be this is what when you had to wear wigs and makeup and impersonate people's voices Mm -hmm. and um 
that's it. So meanwhile, back at the palace, uh, foreigners gunning down jack-o'-lantern chameleons and um, Chance, Chance realizes that they're making off with the catalyst and it gets shot. It, one, he shoots one of the chameleons and it and he loses his tether and Chance uh, has to grab it and fly it back. Uh, meanwhile, drastic art change time. Iguara takes over for a second and Foreigner gets sacked in the head by Ned Leeds. Who uh, who gets rendezvoused with Spider Man and Jamie uh, as the Grizzly is tearing apart the casino? Who is of course also, Grizzly? No, it's also it's a chameleon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's a chameleon Grizzly, and then Slide makes off with Jamie, uh, and then back at the finishers, if back at the finisher prison lair, uh, Teresa or yeah, Teresa, that's her name. Um, Basically, uh, Chameleon and Finisher are playing mind games with her. They're making the implication, basically, that she is a chameleon who basically got uh, sleeper agented into thinking that she was the secret super-duper sister of Peter Parker. And he runs with like, a bunch of scenarios, like, maybe you were an orphan, maybe you really are Teresa Parker, maybe you were the, the children, a child of chameleons, and she's having, like a more, like, a mental panic attack as, like, her entire world kind of spreads uh kind of you know spirals and mm-hmm. uh the, fin- the finisher says okay uh chameleon's gonna have more instructions uh bye and then he leaves his facetime call <laughs> and Teresa contemplates her decision her choices uh meanwhile the chameleons are stealing or the chameleons uh tear out the power source of the palace and send it plummeting towards new york as uh and as peter saves the the catalyst and uh defeats chance he grabs jamie and um well he saves jamie by throwing i think a is it a beer can at a slide and uh they're like okay now we got to save this ship from crashing and peter uses all of his strength to barely avoid tapping someone's uh hydronate hydrangeas is that how you pronounce them hydrangeas yeah. yeah, and they yeah. and they cra- and the palace crashes just outside of Manhattan. I think it crashes on maybe I don't know Staten Island. It's where it deserves to be. Um, <laughs> what do you got uh, on Staten Island, jerk? I don't know. Okay, I remember Humberto Ramos drew it one time. It looks like a garbage heap. <laughs> you can't you can't judge that on, on um, Humberto Ramos, who is probably on a deadline from slot. <laughs> um so anyways jamie jamie's like wow. ja- jamie is sad he gives peter the catalyst um and peter goes hey ned go back to betty and ned has this really creepy smile which tells yeah. me he's not who he says he is he's probably a chameleon everyone's a chameleon in the story so why not him <laughs> yeah, why not so he, go- so he goes back and hugs betty um who looks notably less pregnant than she was drawn by gomez um peter meets up with Teresa and gives her the clairvoyant and she reveals that she couldn't that she couldn't pull the trigger on chameleon and had and and is thinking she might be a chameleon but as peter swings off she destroys the clairvoyant saying i am teresa parker which mm. i'll talk about that later but i really like that she mm. kind of, that even if she's a chameleon i like that they left it open ended for people who don't mm-hmm. like her mm-hmm. but the whole found fam- i've always loved a full a found family kind of thing so thank let's you roll with yes that. yes um, Neil, thank you so in Simcaria, Silver Sable rounds up her wild pack and uh, says, hey, so I found out what happened to the treasury. Uh, I've already recollected everything. And Foreigner's mad 
And he says, hey, and he's brought in best boys, Taskmaster and Black Ant, <laughs> who I have sorely yeah. missed this th- for the, most of this run to help him get payback on Spider-Man and Ned. Um, meanwhile, Chameleon's in his prison and he hears uh, a voice, the serum, and another dose. Uh, it's Kindred. He wants more Chameleon serum. And Chameleon says, it's a pleasure doing business. And then it's over. Oh, yeah. But then it's another end credit scene <laughs> as Craven is hunting in the Savage Land. Um, he's hunting a dinosaur and it gets set on fire by lightning. And they promise Craven the fifth member of the Sinister Six, the lizard, as the issue ends. So, OK, um, I'm going to be honest. I'm giving this like a B, B. I'm giving it a B. Yeah. Um, I think that the art was really inconsistent. Uh, Hollowell. Okay, I know I, I get memed on for getting mad about colorists, but Maury Hollowell's coloring in this issue was god awful. You can tell which pages he did because they're bad. Um, <laughs> Cro- <laughs> uh, Cro- Crossley and Rosenberg were way better uh, in terms of what they put out. So you can tell which pages are his and you can tell that they are bad. So I don't like those pages, especially the even Carlos Gomez's pages look really bad when they're drawn by Ferreira or not by Ferreira by Hollowell. So Marvel, please don't give me any more work. Even <laughs> Frank. Dar- I don't I don't like Frank Darmada. I, I don't I don't like Frank Darmada that much, but he even every once in a while he managed to put out a good page. Same with Brian Reber. I'm not a big fan of Brian Reber, but at least he puts out a good page. I've never seen a good Hollowell page. So uh, Vinkman did ask about Taskmaster at the Black Widow movie. We can talk about that maybe before, um, whenever we finish up and before Paul leaves. Have you seen Black? Has everybody seen Black Widow yet? No. <laughs> oh. Well, then we'll talk. I can, about do, that. I can do non-spoilers. I can do non-spoilers. Yeah. Well, that's going to involve Taskmaster, though. I know so. the ta- I know the Taskmaster is you know. I, I sort of know the Taskmaster thing, sort of. I mean, I, Jero, Jero kind of put it best, maybe, by some people. Standards. He's basically not Taskmaster. <laughs> yeah, not not Taskmaster. But anyway, uh, so no, let's go around. Let's go around the horn, Paul. You're great. Yeah. Sorry, Zach. I don't mean to take over your show, but I'm taking over your the, show. Uh, yeah, I I would say um, I'm gonna go with a B as well. Um, the, the the art and the coloring were definitely inconsistent, and definitely did not help the book again i didn't i didn't dislike it either it was i really liked the um Teresa parker angle with the chameleons that was probably my favorite part of the book like neil i'm a big 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 person of found family and i love those stories one reason is why i love rise of skywalker so much and a lot of people like dog on it and i'll fight that movie to the to the death man death match i don't care what you say holmes okay take it out to the street boys we keep i run a clean shop um so but all that said, I, I really think that it was a great a great idea, I think, to – I don't want to say fix the Teresa Parker thing, but like Neil said, give fans who, who don't like her an it's out. An op- it's an open and, ending. Yeah, and yeah. They'll, they'll be a, and there'll be a definitive ending. It'll probably end up being a chameleon. But I actually love the idea of the fact that there's a chameleon character – you know, some chameleon-like character that is thought she was Peter's sister – is going to be still Peter's sister because he's going to consider that. And that's all that matters in the end. It doesn't matter if it's a blood relation or not. And that's what I think is really great about this idea. I, I like that. And I agree with that. I like the fact that they did not over complicate it. They give you enough reasonable doubt 
to make it work. And that if you, if your head cannon says she's, she's his sister. Great. If your head cannon says that Peter Parker is an only child. Great. Go ahead. Either way, either way works. And I think that, you know, um, she's been, she's obviously been one of my least favorite characters to come into Peter's. But Spencer's done well with her. I think Spencer's done okay with her, but most of the time I was never, this was the one time that I felt like Spencer didn't turn chicken crap into chicken salad for me, at least. He nailed 90% of everything, but I think Teresa Parker is kind of one of those that I can do without, I can do with either or. And I think, I think he did a reasonable job. I think he did a good job. I think he's done the best job with every between Wade and, and uh, Zdarsky uh, during the spectacular run. I could not stand her during the spectacular run. So I'm fine here with her. So he did, he did make me like her more than I had previous. So that that's, that's good news. I do want I, before we get to Adam's grade, I do want to point out that I think this is the, this run has been really good. To the chameleon. I do wish we'd gotten to see the actual like execution, the chameleon conspiracy. Like, are we going to do anything with, like the hundreds of chameleons that are just out in the world now. I, or... I'm kind of I, listen. I'm hoping that that one of the five will take it, take the mantle and do something with it. Yeah, but like this, this he's it, leaving. He, Spencer's leaving. And goodness gracious, excuse me. I, uh, that, that ribs are so good. Um, <laughs> he's leaving enough meat on the bone. That I was uh, hey, rib, rib reference. Gotcha. That's a rib reference. He's leaving enough meat on the bone that you can take a lot. You can take that and run with it. And I think, I think, um, it's something that's very interesting as a concept. It very much reminds me of something like James DeMatteis would come up with in the 90s. I do, writer, especially. But, I, but I do, yeah, but, I, but I do think that this run was actually really good to like chameleon's intimidation factor. Like Javi mentioned on the, on the crawl space show that, um, this is probably the most menacing chameleons been ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like every, every uh, time I would argue, I would argue he was very menacing in the late nineties, but like, uh, I would but, argue, but, but most of the time he seems kind of like a jobber. Like aside from like his first appearance, people don't really take him seriously because he lost to MJ with a with a baseball bat, and then well, he got and, and he got again, BTFO'd was, by Aunt May with cookies. Yeah, <laughs> that was obviously a big, yeah, the goat. I, I get, I get that. Yeah, uh, I get you know the whole MJ with a baseball bat, but you also no, got to re- recognize are, that that was those good. are those are strong character moments for MJ and Aunt May, but they yeah. don't look good on the chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. We're so good that Zach's having a moment. <laughs> a classic Zach yes. rib reference. Yeah. So, uh, Mosquito Man, what's your what's your grade, brother? Uh, let's see. I think I I think I'll give it an A minus. I just liked. Oh, A minus. I liked I liked all the mystery stuff. I thought it was really interesting, and the art was Man, the art was fine. You got super loud. Oh, so maybe I'm too close. Um. Uh. Yeah, I like I like a good mystery, and this the mystery for this uh, it grabbed me, and I liked it. What I liked um, the this chameleon school thing reminded me of this show counterpart that J.K. Simmons starred in, which I thought was a good show, which kind of deals with a similar 
kind of thing. So I I liked that kind of parallel. Um, the Teresa stuff is fine. I like that it's open ended. I guess I kind of I thought of. I know some people aren't taking that reveal literally, where she basically has a chameleon face. But isn't I that like, isn't that in her head? Well, I don't. I don't even know. I I like to kind of think it was literal, but you know what do I, I know? I, I'm with you. I I thought it was literal myself. I, I thought it was literal. Um, I, I I thought that was more of like a a like, what if? It, it, like she's yeah, like a, like she's contemplating what could have been in her head. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not sure. Because I I guess I like that I, bit. Like they like they never elaborate on it, so I think it's good for yeah. It's it vague. Exactly. But I um, mean, you know, it 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 it's there for you know. She can be one, she can't be one, whatever. Maybe we'll get a definitive answer later, who knows. One thing that uh, Neil brought up that I thought was really interesting, actually, when I read this, was uh, the possibility that Chameleon says that... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this because I thought this was actually uh, really interesting and it, it would... Uh, it's a... Not really a complaint, but it, it kind of deals with a thing that some people have with the whole parents being spies thing. Uh, Chameleon, so is this something? Here, I, is this something I wrote? No, no, no. Chameleon says uh, to Teresa, or perhaps you're the child of two chameleons who killed and replaced Richard and Mary Parker. Simple accounts with a young son before they even became spies. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> He's even putting yeah. doubt that the yeah. parents he's are going, spies. He's going, into, he's going into annual number five turf yeah. again. Spencer, yeah. you madman. He, 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 he is um, he is saying, Stan, buddy, This in this case, you were wrong. <laughs> you can't get me from who's beyond the grave, the old man. I'm going who's, in. Who's, who's got the squeaky chair? Is That's that freaking me, Neil sorry. again? No. I'm getting God, a new chair you soon. Buy, you work at... Okay. You work at Staples. They have surely they have WD forty. No, we don't. I've okay. Go 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 to Walmart. I'll go to Home Depot. I'm not going to Walmart. <laughs> you can get it at Walmart, Home Depot, wherever. I don't care. WD. It'd probably oh, be cheaper at Walmart, truthfully. I, I gotta get going. I haven't eaten dinner yet, man. So I got. And you guys got Sinister War to okay. go. Okay, so we got it. So all right, all right. Oh wait, one one more thing. Right? One more. Yeah, thing. go ahead, go ahead, Adam. Um, I thought that Spidey steering the ship was a good heroic moment. Kind of reminded me of Spider-Man 2 with yeah. the train. And it was funny because it came out on the anniversary of Spider-Man 2. So, yeah. There you go. That's all I got. So, Alright, so P-Thug is going to be leaving, departing. Uh, be sure to, ch- to check out the Comic Binge YouTube channel. Follow him on Twitter at Herman22. Uh, that man there. So, Paul, good yes. night. Good night. Steve really quick, th- I will. Really quick, how before he, I, I read Sinister War tonight, a- after I watch Loki, because I haven't watched Loki yet. <laughs> yeah, I gotta uh, watch it too. So, w- what's your guys' thoughts on it? Non-spoiler. Tell me what you guys think. Just really, really, just like um, one sentence. I liked it, but I'm not sure how I feel about it. I like it a lot. Uh, I like it a lot. I thought it, the artwork was great. I thought the... Hitch, baby. Um, well, Hitch only did the cover. Bagley oh, did the interiors. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. All right, Adam. Um, so, uh, so yeah, just if if this is what he's ending on, I I think it's going to be a really strong finish. I'm excited. I'm excited. 
All right, boys. All right, buddy. Uh, I will go, talk to you. Go enjoy the Zach. Loki finale. I will. And Zach, just hang in there and keep working and hopefully don't work too hard. Okay, brother? Uh, I will try not to. Um, I will make a minor prediction. I will bet five tomorrow we're going to get um, the trailer for No Way Home. Since I have Loki's no idea. Finale. I, I, I'm going to – I'm – I haven't seen anything. Uh, Don't tell me we, anything. <laughs> we may we may have a trailer to talk about next week. That'd be fun. So. All right, guys. Talk to you all, all right. later. Bye, Neil. See you. Bye, Bye, everybody. All right. So, and then there were three. Do we want to do? Do we want? Do you want to go into Sinister War or not Sinister War? Uh, ASM seventy. Seventy. Yeah. <laughs> Vinkman goes. Do I need to buy some WD forty? No, you don't. Deal? I'm working. <laughs> I, I'm working getting a new share. I'm a good boy. All I'm working right. on it. All right, so we are going to get into Sinister War. Okay, so ASM seventy. Uh, wait, oh. are, yeah, we're doing the we're doing ASM seventy first. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, legacy yeah. number eight seventy one. Um, wait, where's the there's the credits? So Nick Spencer. Let, is, okay, on on this, let's yeah do the recap. We'll keep our thoughts pretty short and simple because I'm sure it's going to bleed into Sinister War. Sinister yeah. War. Okay, yeah. and then we'll just jump right in. So. so surprise, surprise! There's only one artist this issue. Uh, it's Federico hey. Vicentini. He's been gone since ASM '65, so hey. it's good to have him back. Uh, Peter comes Welcome back. Yeah, hey. and the colorist is Alex Sinclair, who I'm not a big fan of, but that's <laughs> for another day. God, this run is so bad with colors. Um, <laughs> Peter, so come, freaking pe- picky. Shut up! I'm a good boy. I, I have <laughs> yeah. good taste. <laughs> Um, so Peter, so Peter comes into ESU now that he finally has some time for classes, but this time there is no class because the wall is blown up. Uh, Peter runs in to find Dr. Connors, not the lizard, on the floor, and he reveals that the night before, Kurt was working in the lab, working on the isotope genome accelerator from wow. two, from three years ago. Yep. We're going, we're going back to that plot point. Um, and he almost got it to work. Uh, but Otto comes in less fat than usual and wearing a new <laughs> suit uh, and has said, hey, bucko, uh, let's use this puppy. And they do so um, after a mild scuffle. And Kurt wakes up to find the lizard standing over him. Uh, after some credits, Peter gets the Connors, gets Kurt back to his family uh, and speeds off looking for answers. Uh, meanwhile, MJ is looking for some answers herself. Uh, she hasn't found any leads on Carly since Overdrive alerted her to her being missing, and so she's gone to Jarvis, who reveals that she hasn't been to any of their lookups meetings since then. So another plot point from three years ago that's coming back and to the into relevance. So MJ goes, MJ goes looking around for like her landlord, her coworkers, and like her support network. Uh, but it turns out Carly's in a box, in a box with Harry Osborne slash Lyman. And that's gonna, that distinction is going to be important later. He reveals that as a member of Alchemax, he went. He found some old Oscorp accounts that went, that started up again, and he led them. To, it led them to Paris, uh, and he got ambushed by a demon called Kindred, who threw him in a box months ago. And um, Car- and Carly thinks. And after Carly tells him this, um, she doesn't tell him that the corpse that she found in the morgue in ASM 56 was in fact Harry Osborne that everybody guessed. Uh, 
Yeah. So, so meanwhile, at the bar with no name slash random bar that Kent, that Boomerang and villains are at openly, um, Overdrive uh, has come in and offers Boomerang, who is sulking, a job. <laughs> uh, and as Spider-Man continues his search for answers, Otto seeks his own. And as he goes into Kindred's mausoleum and Kindred says, hey, so you got your five, so I'm going to give you your sixth. It's Mysterio. And so Kindred monologues going through his graveyard. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. As he, re- <laughs> as he reflects on all the various teams that he's set up against each other. Foreigners, uh, Casino Royale. Somebody's at your house. Yeah. Not me, though. <laughs> okay. So Foreigner in his, in his Casino Royale, as Javi called them. Um, mm-hmm. The Superior Foes, the Savage Six and the Sinister Six and the Sinister Syndicate are all gearing up for war, and something sinister is on the horizon. To be continued! <laughs> Hell yeah. And there was no, there was no, pro, there was no post-credit scene. Because so we don't got... Because we don't have any Sinister yeah. Six members left. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Alright, I'm giving this, I'm giving this, an, I'm giving this an A. I almost you gave do- it an A, I almost gave it an A+. I don't know, the color, there was some coloring bits that just kind of threw me off, so it's not getting a perfect grade. But, so Vis- but, but Vicentini was back. Vicentini was back on top, baby. It was good to see him again. All right, uh, Adam, you're great. I give it an A too. Um, great. Oh. No, yeah. yeah a, a, Chameleon, a, a, a. Chameleon conspiracy just felt okay-ish. It felt like a weird penultimate arc, but this was exactly what the book needed to get back on top. Yeah. Yep. Hang on, I'm gonna grab my book copy of Sinister World. Very, War. very strong setup. Um, just, yeah, I, I thought. I, this, I thought yeah. this. I think this issue did. This issue did a really good job of setting up everything that we would see. We'll, we'll see with Sinister War. I thought it, it was a fabulous setup issue. As a pre, as a prelude, it did its job, and I think it really did its job well. I think it did it uh, better so than. What? So I, I so Flow Entertainment. Yeah, the first issue he gave was B plus. Uh, second issue we did tonight was B, just a straight B. He gave this other ones a B plus. So turn, Neil turns into Mister Grumpy Pants when the colors aren't up to snuff. Yes, that's so. how criticism works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm also and glad. What? Jero made a point of Lizard is a prime candidate to recycle Hulk plots. Lol, <laughs> which is not yeah, wrong. That's, that's probably true. Because like isn't K- isn't isn't Kate's run about like separating Bruce and the Hulk again? Is it? I don't know. I okay, don't, I, I, I'm not ready yet to get to. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to enjoy Mortal Hulk as long as I can. F in the chat for Mortal Hulk boys. Yeah, I know. Why is all the good stuff ending? Damn it! Because Ewing wants to go cosmic. He wants to go full cosmic. Ooh, I know, I know. So, all right. Um, also, real quick, I want to point. I want. I want to point out that ASM seventy. I really like that it's not just the two, the the Savage Six or the Sinister Six. It's not just them. It's all these different teams in like a massive battle royale who yeah. are inev- who are inevitably going to turn on each other. It's truly That's- a sinister war. <laughs> what are we? Some kind of sinister, sinister. war? <laughs> yeah. No. no. Uh, so yeah, like I say, I I give this uh, I give this name minus. I thought it was a pretty good issue. Uh, I think this was probably uh, Vincentini's probably his strongest issue. 
because I think the fact that it wasn't like the colors weren't so muted because of uh, it being at night, the way you know his other issues have been. So I actually liked this one a lot. And it, did, and it didn't feel like he had, it didn't feel like he had to like emphasize the Tron lines on the on the advan- on the new suit. Like he didn't have to mm-hmm. do those those glowy lines. So he mm-hmm. felt like he, it felt like he could he could contrast the red and blues a lot more effectively. Yeah, I actually yeah yeah I agree. He's a much more consistent artist when it like when he draws Spider Man. I do get the Bachalo vibes, but it's not as Wampa Jaw. If it feels mm-hmm. like he, it feels like he it feels like he understands anatomy a bit more than Bachalo does, and yeah, and understands the constraints it. of his art form. Yeah. So. So do we want to get to the uh, book of the hour? Oh uh, yeah, but oh, I, right, I gotta so- I gotta make the joke because uh, it's revealed that you know Harry's hair gel is just. Oh, his, oh preservative. His, his, his hair is just stuck on the corpse. <laughs> I made a joke on the Crawlspace podcast that uh, when Gleason when Gleason started that trend for uh, Last Remains, he went to, he ran past Vicentini office like this is what you have to do now. You have to put all the hair on the corpses. This is editorial mandate. Well, yeah, I kind of I kind of did chuckle at the fact that the Osborne hair will never die. No. Don't apologize. The o- never... Yeah, the Osborns might. The hair <laughs> won't. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we are at also here. Just real quick, I, I just realized this. One more thing that um, I people were saying like, oh, Kindred's a chameleon, even though he has satanic power. Right. Um, it's for Harry Lyman. Like they're told, yeah. they didn't. They didn't say like, oh, we have this extensive network of chameleons, just to say that Kindred is one. Yeah, I that, think it's Harry. I think it's Harry Lyman who's been like sleeper agented into thinking that he's really Harry Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the book of the day, um, Sinister War number one, written by Nick Spencer. Also, I'm kind of glad Brizen's not it's not that I don't want Brizen. I it's not that I don't want Brizen. I think he's a good writer, but you know, this is Spencer's book, so it needs to be him. Yep. So written by Nick Spencer, uh art by Mark Bagley. Uh, inks by Andrew Hennessy, John Dell, and Andy Owens, and colors by Brian Reber. Uh, so, for those of you who didn't read Damnation, uh, there's a building in Las Vegas called the Hotel Inferno. Uh, it used to be the prison of and is now owned by our friendly neighborhood demon Mephisto. Uh, and in ASM number 60, we are left with the cliffhanger of where was where is Peter Parker's soul? As Doctor Sh- or what's wrong with it? As Doctor Strange confronted the man himself, Mephisto, who just got out of a massive fight with the Avengers over the over Heroes Reborn, and meanwhile, uh, in defiance of reality, Strange has not moved since ASM number sixty and is instead speaking with Mephisto, uh, and says his soul cries out, not just from pain or suffering, but from loss. Something has been taken from him, and Mephisto points out. You flatter me, but you know the nation of my particular game. I can't take anything. It only ha- it can only be given to me. And so after a double page spread credits page, uh, we cut to the premiere of MJ's movie, where Bagley reminds us that sometimes he has trouble drawing faces good. Um, <laughs> and Peter and Peter recalls that uh, MJ's gone through a lot of ups and downs, and that she's been there for him all this time. So he's gonna be here for her on her night. And he's not, um, and he's is, he's not centered on attention tonight. It's her, and Peter runs into Cage McKnight, who 
is secretly Mephisto. I almost said Mephisto. Mysterio in disguise. <laughs> um, and as MJ and Mysterio talk about uh, their plan, their plan, they talk about what's been happening since MJ came back from Los Angeles or from Hollywood. Uh, Peter contemplates his own plan that he last month, somehow everything from ASM 29, <laughs> ASM 29 to now has been one month. Uh, that's the biggest little bullshit that's I've heard been- tonight. <laughs> That is the longest month in the history of mankind. Peter Peter has sh- assuredly gone insane. Month. <laughs> Peter has assuredly gone insane for uh, from uh, fighting carnage, going through time multiple times, uh, fighting vermin and gog, uh, getting killed multiple times by kindred, uh, learning that his best friend is a demon now. Um, what else happened? Oh yeah, he <laughs> fought he fought Storm and Norman Ravencroft. Uh, Norman's good now. Um, he had an emotional breakdown with MJ. Uh, he got a fancy new suit and did some live streaming for Twitch for a couple of days. And he, uh, and he had to deal with the clairvoyant stuff all in one month. Yeah. You could could probably somehow fit that, but you can't, it's a, it's a leap month. (laughs) Like (laughs) it doesn't exist. (laughs) Lost in time. Is is this Peter's like hallucination in the clairvoyant? Like he's still in there and it's all been compressed into one month. (laughs) So anyways, um, anyways, the savage six, uh, are sitting in, they're dancing the devil in the pale moonlight as they watch over MJ's premiere and vulture has a stroke. As he says, give him a twist. He'll never see coming. God. Look at look at his face. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's having a stroke. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I, I, it, I love I love the way Vulture looks there, in that panel. There's the, <laughs> Scorpion's having weird thoughts. Rhino wants to punch himself in the head. Stegron's just high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tarantula is trying to look serious, but it looks like he's LARPing instead. And King mm-hmm. Cobra is just like he sees a hooker on the side of the road and goes, "Whoa, Mama." <laughs> um. Meanwhile, in hell, uh, the, I mean the mausoleum, uh, Kindred is looking over uh, Harry Lyman and Carly Cooper, uh, and then he contemplates uh, what he's done since since the run started. He tortured Robot Master. He brought back Sin Eater. He tortured Mysterio, and Hell's waiting. So, anyways, back at the um, back at the movie premiere, Peter and MJ are sitting down just as the movie is starting and surprise surprise instead of a double feature you're getting the savage six instead uh, everyone begins running away mj goes flying somehow uh <laughs> she, she does she does the classic brian hitch pose of i'm flying but not really and um all hell breaks loose and peter uses the chaos to suit up and jumps into action and saves mj from tarantula <clears throat> Sorry, I don't have anything in front of me to drink. Um, so el- elongated fight scene ensues. Peter gets tossed around like a rag doll between uh, Rhino Stegr- between uh, Rhino Stegron and King Cobra, and um, Vulture tries to attack MJ, but Cage McKnight steps in front and reveals himself as Mysterio to Peter and uh, to Spider Man and Vulture's shock. Uh, Mysterio and Vulture clash midair. And just as Vulture is gaining the upper hand, guess who shows up but the Sinister Six, led by Otto Octavius. And even Peter's like, well, wait a minute. Otto Otto was doing just fine in, uh, was it San Fran as Superior Spider-Man? So what the hell's going, what the hell's going on? Um, And so 
they've completely ignored MJ now and they're just going at each other. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like watching uh, it's like going to the zoo and watching the apes and heat fight each other. Um, and Peter is trying to figure out what's going on with Mysterio. And MJ's like, yeah, I knew. And Peter talks about like, what are you? Why would you do that? And she's like, you had a you had a roommate. You 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 had a roommate as a who was a supervillain, and you're still friends with Black Cat. So don't give me that shit. Um, Peter saves MJ and from getting hit by Sandman, and Mysterio drops a pretty big truth bomb that he knows something about the two of them. And it shows Mephisto in the in the top right corner as he's ruminating. It's the reason all of this is happening. But guys, I was told that one more day was gonna be a, was gonna be dropped as a promise. They let me down with this. Oh. Uh, I, I have people who have been saying that they got they, the, the, that they were given broken promises for one more day being addressed, and that's total horseshit. Um, it's being addressed in this issue. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all sorry, right. I, I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for the swear. Um, so Peter Peter gets back into the fray, and as he's fighting Doctor Octopus, um, Quentin does like a du- does essentially a double turn. He grabs MJ and teleports away with her, and Peter gets clocked in the head by Doc Ock. Uh, after a blank panel, Peter wakes up and realizes where he is. He's in the mausoleum, back with Kindred. As Peter tries to grab him, Kindred thrashes him again. And um, in a beautiful double page spread by Bagley, all of the five, all five of the Sinister Six teams have shown up together and are now jumping towards him. And I think it's funny that with all of these powers and gimmicks included, Forner only has guns. <laughs> he just has a gun. That's it. That's his power. Um, Go and, man, so, <laughs> and so, the, and so the issue ends back at the Hotel Inferno with Dr. Strange talking to Mysterio and telling him to end now, it. Okay. Or the record, not Mysterio, the, but Fisto. The, the Sinister Six and the Savage Six are not there. It's the, uh, it's the other Sinister Oh, Six. yeah. Sorry. I. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make that clarification. But yeah, the, the, the Casino Royale, the superior foes and the syndicate are all yeah. uh, jumping him. Time, time for a, yep. time for a fight. Mm-hmm. And, um, Mephisto says, you'd be surprised. I, my deals are my assets, but I'm not opposed to gambling. <laughs> and the issue ends with him going to what is it a it's not a roulette? It, what is it, Zach? Roulette. I'm not. A, it's a roulette. It's a roulette. Yeah, yeah, he goes to a roulette table. So he goes to a roulette and says, "Your side versus mine, red and black. You feel unlucky, mm-hmm. and the issue is over. That's it. Uh, get ready for uh, ASM seventy one and Sinister War number two. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be." He's got eight issues yeah. to wrap this. He's got what now? Seven issues to wrap this up. It's plenty of time. Yep. Ooh. Okay, so to start off grades, I'm gonna give this an A. There's a few things that keep it from an A plus. Again, like ASM seventy. Wait, I'm not adding. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, Neil's grade. But this was a really solid start. It felt like they packed a lot into a four ninety nine issue. Like it felt like honestly like a five dollar issue with how much content there was. Uh, really good fight scenes. Really good character moments between Peter and MJ. We're finally getting like everything coming together. I, I've kind of, I honestly think that Spencer leaving ASM was good because now he's forced to like actually get. <laughs> he's actually forced to answer the things he's been building up instead of just waiting for another milestone to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
so yeah, I, I feel like Spencer really knocked it out of the park with this first, with this for opening salvo of Sinister War. Um, there were some weird faces on Bagley's art. I can't tell if that's because of the inks or if it was just something Bagley drew. Uh, yeah, you can like, tell that this was a little rushed. There, there's some page, there's some panels. There's some pages where it looks like um, he like he kind of traced over uh, older costume, like the the costumes that she did in uh, was it ASM sixty? The not this run, the original run. Uh, like, oh, it's like, it's like, oh, he tra- like like he traced like he traced over a bunch of like previous know, MJ costumes, that, but not but co- trace, but like you know, use them. He, as re- he, he looked at it, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he, but but there's yeah, a couple of faces. Where... He's not Greg Land, okay? Yeah, like Greg Land traces, <laughs> and but, we love Bagley for that. We love him not but, being. But there are him. some really awkward faces in this book. Like I mentioned, K- Vulture. What <laughs> in that panel? The Savage Six. Uh, Vulture looks. He's having a stroke. And, it, yeah, and, but, Scorpion, yeah, that's fine. and Scorpion looks like he's gonna jack off on the roof or something. <laughs> oh God! Okay, look at his face and Too tell far. me it doesn't look like that. Too far. Um, it's like we're an hour and a half in. It's fine. <laughs> I am. I am glad that we're finally getting some pol- some resolution to the Harry and Carly situation. Like Carly's finally not. It's not that she hasn't been useful, but she's actually an essential component of the plot now. So it's good to see her getting some use. Um. I am glad that MJ kind of called Peter. Like, you know, pe- people were saying, like, Peter's going to be furious. Like, well, Peter doesn't really have a lot of legs to stand on, considering that he dated Black Cat and he's still friends with her. And he was a room and his and he was roommates with a supervillain who yeah, was also a total. I think would do the wide eyes. Okay. Okay. I am wondering how I like I said I am wondering how Kindred how Spencer's gonna wrap this up in seven issues. I have faith in him, but it's kind of like you know, Spencer's kind of boxed himself into this time into this deadline. It, so. it, but it also, in, in a lot of ways, you feel like that everything has been building towards this too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the fact that we're finally getting this, uh, I, I'd really, I'd really be interested to hear my good buddy JR's thoughts because I remember his, one of his biggest complaints was that he was just becoming less and less interested in the Kindred Art. And I just feel like now, okay, this is, you know, Kind Last Remains was intended to reveal to Peter what's going on. Now, or starting to reveal to Peter what's going on. And now it's like, okay, we are, we are, we're doing this. We're moving forward. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I think, but the good thing I really do think about this too, is that there's no editorial influence. And so if you're comparing it to brand new day versus one more day, one more day, brand new day started after a hugely controversial story, you know, depending on the outcome of this right now, it's looking like this is a really good story. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited for it. So, uh, also Adam, Adam Gray. Great. All right, I'm strapped in. I have my helmet on. The train has no brakes, and I'm giving this an A plus. Oh, wow! Oh, which hey, guess, what? guess what? I gave it two an A plus. So there you go. Adam and I are in the same in the same boat. And I'm not um, being I'm not being a negative Nancy, am I? Because I mean, no, I, no. Gave, I gave no, it an no, A. No, you gave it an A. I, mean, I just look, uh, Elijah Colbert gave it an A plus. Gerald gave it an A. Um, I guess uh, so A plus gave an A from SoFlo. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we're, um, getting, we're getting A's in our chat, too. It's not just... Uh, for those of you, you know, on the audio side listening to this, uh, definitely go check out the YouTube and um, and uh, uh, be able to, you know, see some of our live grades. But go on, continue on there, Adam. There were, yeah, Tell this is... A plus. I think this I think this is my first A+. Plus. There was um, there were some issues in the past that I really liked that I just gave A's because I wasn't really thinking of like plus necessarily you know like did i, did I give and maybe plus to last remains I, I maybe like i think you did i think you did and in hindsight I'm make a spreadsheet eventually <laughs> in hindsight i'm thinking oh yeah maybe there was like the gog stuff like that like i think some of that was an a plus but i gave it just an a but anyway uh yeah i just i this thing's got it all it's got action it's got intrigue it's got some romance and emotional moments i thought bagley's art is is great i know you know people are talking about his faces and stuff but i that for some reason like i'm willing to give that kind of stuff a pass uh i don't know why because i feel like i get well i guess it's because like the most competent artists can't be on all the time they can't be on their a game all the time so sometimes, the only like that, I've ever I've ever seen that's an a that's a like a quality artist is Alan Davis. Hmm. Like his work is so consistent, and it does not matter how old he's gotten; mm-hmm. he's just still just as good today as he was ten years ago, fifty, yeah. twenty years ago, thirty years ago. I mean, he's just fan freaking fantastic, and I kind of feel the same way with Beckley too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes his faces get murky, but I'm okay with all of that. Yeah, and I don't, think, I, and I don't think it's Bagley's fault even. Like I've mentioned before, that one of one of my one of the, the banes, anchors, maybe, one of the yeah. one of the banes of my existence since Bagley started working on ASM has been John Dell's inks, and you can tell which pages are his. The ones with like really incomplete line work, and actually, he does a better job of like blending with Hennessy and uh, who's the other one, Crossley. Not Crossley, yeah. Andy Andy Owens. He does a lot better job of blending in which ones are which. And I'm wondering if it's like John Dell did the first round of inks in physical, and then Hennessy went over them in digital. But I think that I think that like someone like Mark Morales, who did a bit of John Romita Jr.'s work on Tom King's Batman work, I think Bagley would sincerely benefit from an inker like Morales. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Um, but no, I mean, listen, yeah. I, I get, I, I get what you're saying, Neil, and I understand it, Sure, but I am here for it. I am yeah. here all day long. For and, it, and, it, and it might also be that I, that as an art, as an artist, I am trained to notice this stuff. So yeah. when I, when right. I see it, would, it, your perspective, okay. Your perspective is very much similar to how the perspective went on CSC, especially when we had Gerard. Because Gerard obviously is a is a was a guy that drew. His, he's a great artist. If you haven't seen his work, go to Spider Tour or two on DeviantArt, and you can find his stuff there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he would bring that that eye to to you know the artwork, and I I completely agree. He's not been a big fan. I know in the past when we've talked about Bagley's current stuff, he hasn't been as big of a fan of his stuff. It's like it's it's still Mark Bagley. It's still like. You know, it's not God tier, but it's just below God tier. So, um, one thing about Bagley is that I'm like I like Bagley, but I'm not a huge, huge fan. Uh, but I I recognize that like he's a you know he's in the top echelon of Spidey artists. Like he's 
a Spidey icon. And basically this issue is just pure Spider-Man, you know, like it, it, it feels like Spider-Man. Uh, I'm yeah. going to be interested to see how next week's ASM issue is going to reflect Sinister War. Is it going to be, hopefully it's not clone conspiracy level. Like it's, this is the expanded version of everything else. Right. But you know, um, yeah, I, I think I think it's worth look. I am super excited to have all. I'm going to try to go back and get all the singles of Spencer's run, and I have not said that in so long. So, if, I think it's, if, I think it's except for the king. I think the landing. For, oh, sorry. If this sticks the landing, this will be the best Spider-Man story in 20 years. I'm hoping. I think this is just this is just maybe incredibly... 25 years. This is just an incredibly strong start, I think. And if if it keeps going like this, and if he can wrap it all up satisfying in a, in a satisfying way with the end of Sinister War and seventy four eight seventy five, like I I think I think you're right, Zach. I think it's this is going to be hopefully a just a classic. Well, I, and- uh, honestly, I mean, because the one thing I didn't mention at the top of the show is it will literally be exactly 25 years to the month, not uh, maybe to the day that Ben Riley returns from his death in Peter Parker, Spider-Man 75. Interesting. So it was published October 16th of, of uh, 1996 and uh, cover date of t- uh, December of, two th- of that same year. And um, I, I mean, so yeah, I mean, and, and if we're going off the last twenty-five years, I mean, Peter Parker's Spider-Man seventy-five was probably the best single issue. Revelations as a story was probably the best single story of the last twenty-five years. And so you know, and I get, I understand that there was great arcs, um, and we may, you know, we can contemplate that with the JMS run too, in there, and you know, Jenkins run. It'd be kind of fun to do a top ten of the last twenty-five years. So, uh, hello. So, yeah, we may we may do that, like following Spencer's run, because now we can sit there and and go back and say, okay, we can have the complete picture. That's the thing that I really like about it. So obviously, uh, Adam Adam's grade is an A plus. My grade is an A plus. Uh, um, Let's kind of round up any other final thoughts on this before we move on to the final. Uh, story part. Uh, Robert Hill says hello. Well, I, My wife, uh, <laughs> who's no longer Branham, change your name. That chain, woman. Uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> um, um, as, some, as someone who has all the singles, it's been exciting to be part of this part of history. Like you know, I'm, I'm sure someone said the same thing back during like the wedding era or like uh, Demetrius and Buscema's spec run. Sure. But like, yeah. it feels weird because you know it, it's one of it's it's a very recent arc. It's a very recent uh, run, so it's really hard to say. But like, I honestly think once this ends, if Spencer sticks the landing, I'm sure he will, considering how he's kind of he's kind of worried me before, but he's nailed it in retrospect. Um, I think this could be one of my favorite Spider-Man runs. I know that's a big stretch, and it's not the favorite, but it's well, one considering of them. considering that most of your life was Dan Slott. 
Um, well, but but I have gone back and like read the older stuff. Venkman, Venkman oh, sent yeah, me, like yeah, a yeah. Venkman sent me a trove of old comics, and I, I I've mentioned on Bogan Rider Variety Hour, but thank you for that very much, Venkman. But I've got Venkman's, like a listen. Venkman is like the MVP of the Spider Dude Radio Network. Like he is our our biggest supporter, and he's been so kind. So we'll talk a little bit about him here in a little bit. But like I've I've gone back and I've read the other spider-man runs you know i i'd like to think that i've got my spider-man librarian card when it comes to spider knowledge i can safely say yeah. this is one of my favorites and this is oh, some, yeah. it's, it's some, it's easily it's easily a top three for me in terms of runs. same with like I same mean, with like 20 the 20 the late 2010s 20 or mid 2010s was an absolute nightmare for marvel but like Late 2010s has been a great time to be like a Marvel fan, like especially like X Men, Hulk, or Spider Man. Those have they've been really good years. 20, 2018 to present have been really good times to be Spider Man and Hulk. Fans. Weirdly enough, the Avengers have probably been the least relevant since <laughs> Bendis left, especially considering they just got the most, uh, the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Right. <laughs> you fix you fixed your you fixed your call sign, female. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna smack you she'll give me a hug and then she'll give me a hug and then smack me by the me. way speaking of i have not mentioned this uh but uh i i don't know the exact dates yet but uh my official home base this is not my official home base for the record right <laughs> uh but sarah got a job in the houston area and so we're gonna be moving Sooner rather than later, so uh, that's exciting. I get to be yeah. close to Gabby. Yeah. Uh, so that means that means it'll be a new uh, office slash setup over in <laughs> Baytown, or uh, yeah, it'll be in Baytown. So we'll only be like an hour away from Neil. <laughs> only an hour. Depending on traffic. Depending on traffic. Yeah, I forty five north is a nightmare. I forty five in general can be a nightmare. yeah, but but sometimes but sometimes south can be okay. Just never go north. Yeah, and I don't get that. I guess you got all those people going to like um, uh, Huntsville and Conroe and all that because like when I'm driving in on, on rush hour, it's always worse north than it is south, and I don't understand that. <laughs> like it's like everybody's leaving downtown. Well. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's like the right the rising um cost of living but like i don't see much being much better up here than it is down there because it's because like the woodlands in conroe are like the the money hole of texas oh yeah so, so it's like the cost of living the tax the tax rate and cost of living up here is probably more expensive than living in houston or in downtown oh yeah yeah i mean well listen i'm not i don't know if uh you know, you're in Harris County or not, but we're definitely not going to be living in Harris County. We're Mon- we're Montgomery. So, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually um, working on getting a job that's closer to home than uh, the staples on in spring. So good. Uh, Robert Hill. He makes it so excited that Ben Riley is returning as Spider-Man and that new Mapex Ben Riley is due around the same time. It's like the 1990s all over again, and I love it. I get to live. I get to Speaking. live through. The, I get to live through it again. <laughs> you, yeah. get to, you get to. Li- you get to live through that era again. And I get to live for, through it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So, speak. 
Speaking of, Neil, if you want to look, grab the uh, the article from Marvel.com about the new action figures yeah, that uh, debuted. The, one of the reasons that Paul jumped off was because he does not want to be spoiled. Um, so we got some new Funkos. Uh, we got some new uh, Marvel Legends. Don't we, don't and... we change my name to being an unholy amount of merchandise? Yeah, so uh, new Marvel Legends Funkos and more is what I put the, is the tagline I've got on the screen. There we go. I sent you the, um, I sent you the link. I'll screen share it so that you don't have to. Yeah, I can't screen share it on the iPad. Okay, hang <laughs> on one second. It's gonna make me open a new window. There you go. By the way, I'm running the new i I'm running the new iOS 15, and I am not hating it. Are you so, beta testing? Yeah, I'm beta testing the new iOS. All right, so we got uh, some new uh, Far From Home, or No Way Home, excuse me. Brand new look at F- Spidey Funkos, some Spidey masks, and stuff like that. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that got re- this got released. What was the date? Was this last Thursday? Yeah, like yeah, July second. Okay, yeah, it was like July a week 2nd. ago, two weeks ago. So it was about like a week two, ago. Two two Fridays ago. Mm-hmm. Two Fridays ago, this got this got dumped. This is also one of the reasons I honestly thought that they were gonna. Do, I know, Vinkman's go Funko Pops. But uh, Sarah is, like, obsessed with Funko Pops, so one of them has him doing some magical stuff. There's that. There's it in the box art. Oh, what? Uh, Did the... What what was... I don't know! Please don't get mad! You're you're using Edge. No, I'm using Firefox. Oh, we're using... We got Dr. Strange showing up uh, in there on the phone. Did your ad blocker kick it in or what? I don't, uh, full I don't full screen the uh, full screen the thing and do it. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there we go. So we got some Funko Pops. Uh, that's that's it in the our, uh We got Doctor Strange with a shovel. Spider Man uh, has a crotch web. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, well, it's like an actual uh, gliding suit. Looks like a flying yeah. squirrel now. <laughs> MJ, There's MJ. Got, got a new outfit. Um. Ned's there. That's Ned. He's, got, some, was he's got a midtown. Uh, he got, he's got a midtown high jacket. So it's Genki. Gen- um, right, I remember. I remember. Like, did, didn't the, didn't the actor like seriously like slim down and bulk up for sort this, of? Yeah. For this issue? Yeah. A, that, I think he lost a good amount of weight. Like I I I think like I think he yeah I I think I I think I speculated a while back that he was going to be hobgoblin. Oh man, I don't right. think that's I don't think that's I don't think that's going to be it. But like, they he definitely like they're moving away from Genki, and they're uh, trying to make him a bit. I don't want to say more like comic Ned. Yes, yes, sir. You can introduce everybody to the new pop. All right, uh, so we got the uh, black and gold suit, which is something mm. to do. Uh, he's wearing he's, he's wearing a he's wearing a Ryzen AMD processor on his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I, I kind of made the comment that this reminds me a little bit of the spider sense effect that we used to get in the 90 show. A little uh, bit, but that yeah. is, uh, so the black and gold suit is going to be a target exclusive. So good luck finding that son of a, um, because target exclusives are always, this, I, this, uh, I, this got, I hate, you know what I like okay, about so it though? The one thing I like about this figure, and it doesn't look like it's actually on the suit itself, is look at the eyes. The eyes are different on the figure than the actual like promo art. This, 
it looks like yeah the the head sculpt is a little different so i'm gonna say probably and not probably most likely all right so we're getting into the marvel legends uh this is the new uh updated version of the iron spider suit where it's more gold than um where we're on the chest emblem which Hang is on, my I'm, least favorite part of this i've got a thing mr stark it smells like a new car in here <laughs> sorry how to do it all right so uh yeah so that's that's another um that's another image of that particular suit so if you're watching that's if you're listening to us look at those eyes those eyes look yeah, really eyes good. Are, yeah, they look so, kind of yeah, Ross and they look kind of Ross Andrewish more than yeah. uh, a little bit. more than Ditko or Ramita Junior yeah. or Ramita Senior. So, Hi, Sarah. Uh, Sarah is in the in the chat right quick. Let me uh, take the banner off, and I'll single her out. Okay, and I'll unmute her. So we have a new puppy. Everyone, Another one. meet Daisy. Oh, Papa. She's half Bosser and half Dalmatian, and she's the sweetest, Aww. smiliest girl. Neat. So that is our our newest addition to the family. Aww. Dusty, she's getting fat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, y'all don't understand. She was like skin and bones, but she's getting fat. Is, 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 is that is so. that good or yes it's good she was okay. she was very under very malnourished okay that's okay oh. Waylon come say hi to everybody you're the mascot Waylon <laughs> hello yeah big boy okay. way thank you okay okay all right goodbye just wanted right. everybody to meet <laughs> this sweet cuddly girl okay goodbye now. <laughs> all right bye babe. All right. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't have me up. Thank you. Thank, thank you for welcome. putting your thank you for putting your wife up so I could sneeze. The dogs made the, the dogs the, made Neil sneeze. This, yeah, the, 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 the do, this this episode is literally gone to the dogs. All right, moving on. All right, back. back We're back to, to the uh, back to, back to the back to the Mister Stark worship. Come on. Looks there it there is. All go. right. So yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I like those. This because uh, compare the eyes to that one. Like the eyes are more round on that than the other one. But and, the, I think and the and the hot the actual, toy and the hot toys leak confirmed that these red things are actually part of the suit. It's not just like a yeah. Marvel Legends gimmick thing. So it, yeah, because there was a there was some people saying that maybe this was a prototype, um, right? This was this was from the promotion or the. Um, uh, not the promotional art, but like the the artwork, not the actual set. So the good news about everything getting delayed is that these should be a little bit more screen accurate uh, because they usually are going off of like promo designs when they're designing these. So sometimes there's going to be some inconsistencies. A great example is uh, Red Guardian from the Black Widow wave. That was all based off of um, concept art. And not what actually happened. So then, when they did the re-release, he actually looked a lot more like he did in the movie. So, and, uh, yeah, and, then, and there'll be a couple more images. These are uh, this is the second time. The next one that we're going to be talking about is J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, this is uh, the second time we've seen Jameson. I would hope 
and I hope that they might give us a uh, uh, rainy era uh, Jameson head. I'm, I I, you know, I'm just it. I'm just so glad that Alex Jones is getting representation in the Marvel universe. <laughs> it, 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 it's so gr- it's so yeah. great to see that Marvel is uh, is uh, at least acknowledging that they have some semblance in, in realism in their world. <laughs> Yeah, Robert Hill makes a point. These designs are getting weird. They remind me of those old Batman figure variants from the Kenner days. Kind of, yeah. So, yeah. All right, so a bit, little bit closer image of, of Jonah yelling, um, <laughs> which yeah, I'm okay with. I hope he comes with a desk. Miss Brandt, why do my arms have holes in them? Why are my joints given? Why are there balls on my joints? So, so this is one that I know that people are going to be kind of griping about. Um, that Dr. looks Strange pretty good. In there. Uh, that looks a lot one, like Cumberbatch. It, it, the, the, I think the real scan, the, the, the real scan technology, I think this is the best head sculpt yeah. of the MCU it, um, it, Strange, but there's been a lot, there's a lot of people griping that this is complete reuse. Um, mm. And they may not be wrong. So... I, it does make whenever I play with it, I will feel like I'm been into Cabbage Patch. Yeah. There you go. All right. Keep, uh, keep scrolling through. All right. So he does. He's got some new hand effects, which actually are really nice looking. Um. So that's that's nice. I got rid of my most of my MCU figures, so it's not like I still have them. So I'll have him just for reasons. So, uh, I guess he's um, keeping the. I guess he's keeping the eye of Agamotto after Thanos broke it. Well, uh, yeah, it got it got somehow returned. So um, this is then, this is uh, weird. The, yeah, oh, these are the new nerf stuff. Yeah, whatever. Just keep scrolling <laughs> through. Um, it's called the web bolt. Yeah. I feel like this. I feel like this was like a re- this is a repurposed Iron Man toy. Mm. I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, keep keep scrolling. Uh, it looks it going. looks exactly got, like Iron Man. It's gold and the, it almost looks stand- like Iron Man head. Yeah, the standard uh, Spider-Man face mask that your kids can get at uh, Walmart. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that's I mean, so there's some web gear figures, and we're only about halfway through. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a ton of new stuff. We're going to be probably talking a lot about this. We definitely be review. I'll be reviewing the Marvel Legends because <laughs> it's interesting. They've only revealed the first half of the wave, um, so I'm fully expecting that these are going to be coming out in December. Um, Fan First Friday is going to be coming this Friday, so there may be some reveals there, though my prediction on that is going to be the HasLab reveal, which will be set, uh, which I think is going to be it's supposed to be Fantastic Four related um, and so I'm thinking Galactus may finally get a modern Marvel legend considering he they, they, they haven't made a Galactus since the very first Build-A-Figure of, Mar- of Toy Biz Marvel Legends so that's how long ago it's been. Um, he's a very sought-after figure. So, so, the, so do we run past the Lego sets already? No, no, not yet. I think here we go. Here we go. I actually want to talk about these because I used to be a big Lego person back when I was a kid. Um, yeah, the Mysterio figure. The Mysterio figure looks amazing. Yeah, that 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 does look good. And I, I think, think there's a the, even though it says No Way Home, it should be talking about Far From Home. That one's the interesting one, though. Uh, so have I you guess seen the I, Daily Bugle? That Daily Bugle? Oh, the three, yeah. the, the three, like the three hundred, the three hundred dollar one. <laughs> yeah. Is it actually three hundred? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's Pete, massive though. He's got like, it. 
three feet. He's like it's like two feet tall. So and then here's this is I don't even know what this is. I I, this I don't is. know what uh, I, again. You gotta gotta take the Lego sets with you know, sometimes Lego reveals stuff and then sometimes Lego is like completely yeah. full of crap. Lego so. Lego Lego giveth and Lego taketh. So uh, this yeah. vulture this vulture actually looks really good too. So yeah I, I yeah I so yeah that's that's it. The they've vulture, actually got, so I they've actually gotten really uh, good at good they've, job of. they've actually gotten really good at like minifigure texture and design. I gotta give them that. Yeah, yeah, they've done okay. a very good job. So um, yeah, so that is the uh, the toys and everything like that. I mentioned this on the other stream, but on, the only MCU Marvel Legend I have is from the Civil War three pack. I have zero interest in any of these, with the exception of Doctor Strange. Uh, listen, it's gonna be interesting to see who the rest of the wave is. Um, I fully expect this to be another six to seven figure wave. Um, and I know we're going to probably get some two packs. Um, so I fully expect that we'll see once we get confirmation on villains. Um, we'll definitely see that. I also think that starting next year, uh, probably the next, it will be interesting to see who the build a figure is too. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to end up being like the Disney first Disney plus wave, which was just, uh, Falcon's wings. I'm hoping that we'll get something, um, substantial. I really hope we get a good build a figure because honestly, the multi-man build a figure from, from far from home was so bad. So, so bad. So I, yeah. again, I have pretty much not collected any MCU figures, um, I'm just going p almost completely comic except for Spider-Man. So I'll probably pick up all these. I'll, I do, I will do reviews in the future here on the YouTube channel. So yeah, guys thoughts on all this. I don't care. I don't buy, I don't buy toys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're well, I mean, I, a lot of them look good, but they're so expensive. <laughs> they're like $20. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, I think there some of them are going to twenty one. Um, yeah. By the way, if you missed out on the retro wave, and I haven't even looked, if you've missed out on the retro wave, Cyborg Spider Man and uh, Negative Zone Spider Man, they were for sale. Uh, they had a flash sale a reissue, I think today or yesterday. Yesterday. So I don't know if they've completely sold out yet, but if you haven't picked it up, they're they're Target exclusive, so they're really hard to find, and they're only going to be available online. So, um, yeah, the Infinity Ward on Strange has a better head sculpt than the original Benedict Cumberbatch figure, but he's like around a hundred dollars. This would be a nice old hurt. Yeah, and I think that that's also why he was stuck in there. They've been trying really hard to do reissues of figures that get stupid expensive on the aftermarket. Um, and I know people get like really upset about it, but it's like, it's trying to help out the fans that either missed out on it because their stores didn't get it or, you know, you know, helping out, you know, and, and like the fan channel, like the only thing I really am annoyed uh, also while we were gone, uh, I'm not going to ask you to pull this up deal. Uh, they also revealed a, oh, you mean to pull it up? That's. Uh, there was a Venom that was revealed, and I can't. I, I don't know. Oh, was it the animated yeah, series one from PulseCon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The PulseCon animated series Venom. Oh, uh, that really looks good. great. I'm, uh, pulling, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Hang on. 
everybody's kind of throwing a fit about the price, but it's because it's a Pulse it's a PulseCon exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. So I'm I'm okay paying the extra five bucks or eight bucks. Here we go. Yeah, this this thing is great. Uh, somebody actually, and basically, they, somebody had already done this as a custom, and so. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. Like, th I wish this was a wider release, but I understand them trying to do it as a pulse con. Um, there is something that, like, on the on the on the neck, to everybody's really pissed off about, which is um, the fact that it's using war the warpath. Oh, body. you mean I think it's, isn't it Omega Red? The Omega Red body, yeah. Because it has Omega like Red it has the it has the shoulder pads and it, it has the holes. For the shoulder mm. and I'm wondering, so, uh, like, because I think I, th I think they mentioned that like this particular figure is a is the PulseCon exclusive, but they're making like a, a mass market one that doesn't have like the animated series the shading. Uh -huh. So I'm wondering, yeah, so. I'm wondering if the ne if the next mold when they release it for mass market is going to fix the holes. <laughs> what the hell's the point? Well, or the, <laughs> what if I or what, put, what or, or or they'll put like tendrils that you can stick in the holes. Mm. Or what extra if, heads you can stick in the holes. Or, or what? Or what if? What if I gave Venom shoulder pads? I mean, I'm all for it. I was going to suggest. It. I, right. I want to make. I want to make Venom a Super Saiyan, and you can't stop me. Do it. So, so yeah, that is uh, that is the latest action figure news that we have. Uh, that's that's been coming. Uh, obviously, PulseCon's coming, so there'll be some more announcements there. The Fan First Friday, we'll see what what's revealed this Friday on Fan First Friday. I know my the Discord will blow up as soon as uh, as soon as that happens. So, uh, final thoughts, guys, before we start wrapping the show up. This was a good comics episode. Yeah, uh, just incredible start to Sinister War, I think, and I I think this is going to be a good one. I'm I'm hoping I'm I'm a uh, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, pray I'm praying. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm praying. I'm on my knees here. Uh, yep. I. I just think it's. I think he's going out. Like I said, it. He's go. Like I said before, he's going out with a bang. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I want to uh, give a shout out to our patrons. Vicman and Scott and Greg. I have not updated the graphic yet, but Greg is also our Patreon. Uh, Patreon page at patreon.com slash Spidey Network. Check that out. Also, if you want to listen to the first episode of Voices from the Eerie, a Gargoyles podcast, it is now available to you live uh, right now if you become a Patreon subscriber. All our Patreon subscribers are getting the first episode for them. And so, yeah, that is our one of our exclusive things with Patreon. Coming this fall, we'll be having a brand new show, uh, commentary show. Where we're going to be doing Spider-Man cartoon commentaries. We're going to be going through Disney Plus, and then eventually Netflix, uh, and talking and covering all the episodes. Obviously, Spectacular Spider-Man being the lone exception. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you'll have our guys, and that will be a monthly show that comes out on our Patreon page. We got some more Patreon stuff. Patreons will be getting stuff early, so they'll be getting the audio versions before the general public like they did with the uh, birthday episodes uh, on from June 17th. So uh, check us out there on Patreon.com. You can always go to spy-dude.com, get the latest news, reviews, and things on there. 
So if you want to become part of our community, if you're not already a part of the community, if you're listening to the audio version of the episode, once again, we do apologize for the amount of uh, references to visual aids as these shows are, of course, live streamed on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So speaking of Facebook, you can join our Facebook and Instagram at Spidey Network. Twitter is at Spidey Dude Radio. Uh, you can also find uh, in, us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me uh, at Spidey Dude on Twitter as well. Uh, the YouTube page. Find us on YouTube. Become a subscriber. We are almost to the 100 subscriber mark. I think we are four subscribers away from the 100 subscriber mark. So be YouTube.com slash Spidey Dude Network. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, our voicemail line is 818-925-6631. Um, we do have two voicemails, um, but they're both for Make My Mayday, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to play them this week. Uh, so I do have a couple of voicemails. They're in the inbox, but if you want to leave us a voicemail, you want to t- tell us how we're doing here on our on the Spider experience, let us know. Also, you can always leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Spotify Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting catcher. And of course, if you go on now, if you go on to our, um, if you look up our show on Apple Podcasts, you'll see our channel where you can find our other shows, such as Amazing Spider-Man Classics, Spider-Man Experience, this show, Make Fine Mayday, which is, a, which is out on uh, uh, Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, um, I think is going, or I'm sorry, not 7 p.m. Eastern. This next episode tomorrow will be 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time. We'll be covering issues 54 through 59 on Make My Mayday tomorrow. Uh, You can always, uh, uh, as we mentioned, the Comic Binge YouTube channel at Herman22. You want to follow Paul, and if you want to be, if you want to see the Broken Rider Variety Hour, 8 p.m. Saturdays, Twitch.tv slash Quillsmith. That's this man. This man. I'm, I'm not. Oh. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Well, this man there, right here. Hi. Welcome right of right. There now, he is. 8 p.m. You did it. Saturdays. <laughs> you got it right. Twitch.tv. Uh, check him out there. Uh, what's going to be a, what, what do you got planned for the next Broken Rider Variety Hour, sir? Um, I'm probably going to do an episode on the Bad Batch because we just passed the halfway point in the season, and I might drag Paul on because we wanted to talk about that. So we're probably going to do it on my channel. Um, I might go to the Houston Zoo. I might laugh at the animals and talk about what I think of them. <laughs> Good night, guys. Thanks for thanks for watching. And uh, oh, I thought you were so, I thought you were ending the episode after that. I was like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, Zach, scroll up. There's a. There's an important question but that Robert asked. Robert. We'd be covering the bit oh man, okay. I gotta I do so a layout for me. Let me let me remove this. Trying to do this on an iPad is not nearly as fun. Um, okay, so let me address this because I I knew this was question was going to come up. So I the problem is, is that at, like the guys that are involved with CSC outside of Greg, most of them aren't actively involved with the network anymore. Donovan and Gerard, particularly, and Josh. Uh, Josh is super busy with his freelance work, so and Donovan's pretty busy with his stuff that he's been doing. Uh, questions we don't have answers. 
And Gerard and I, we just haven't had a chance to talk or anything lately. So it's just been very difficult for me to get with the Clone Saga Chronicles guys. So, no, the new Ben Riley issues will not be covered on CSC. But they'll be covered on this show. <laughs> oh my they'll god. They'll be covered on this show. Uh we will continue doing an on Spidey experience. Uh I will be covering Shocker. an episode <laughs> in, in an episode I will be doing once the once the clone saga of Miles Morales completes. I will do the Miles Morales clone saga and then we'll have a, a a finale where we'll talk about, you know, what everybody's initial thoughts are. Those guys know that they're always welcome on the experience anytime they want to come on. Um, so, you know, I'm sure Greg will jump on. Josh can jump on whenever he can. Uh, it's an exciting time, but yeah, no, we're the focus is this show and, you know, the Forgotten Era and our new stuff, you know, so it's... It, I appreciate the question. I knew the question was coming. <laughs> I knew the question was coming. So, yes, more or less, that is kind of the plan. Spider experience is not just about an expenser. This is about the spider experience moving forward. This is this isn't and an so, expenser. This isn't an expenser experience. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Do I want to have Nick Spencer on to do a post mortem of? Um, his run absolutely do i want to have the five writers on to talk about their the, the initial run their their new run upcoming run absolutely so i hope we can get that done um so yeah like i say robert um i hope that answers your question and uh we'll be talking a little bit uh, we'll be talking about that more uh, as time goes on so yeah with that ladies and gentlemen we're going to wrap this episode up of the Spider-Dude Experience. Thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening yeah. to us on the audio version. And uh, with that, we will see you next time here on the Spider-Dude Experience. Probably in a couple of weeks, uh, if you're watching us live on YouTube. If uh, you're listening to the audio version, maybe a little bit longer. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.